2: Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick.
3: It's noon in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, time for your weekly Trifecta Nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. We're your censorship-free, safe-space sanctuary easy for patriots.
4: Home.
3: It's Memorial Day weekend, and our live PGIF studio audience wants to say a special thank you to everyone who has fought for this country and remind us all to honor those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. You have three days to spend a few moments thinking about what this country means to you and what take action items you're going to do to save it. You need some ideas? Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the take action tab. Start making your list and listen to some of the 386 segments of this live show from our 165 partners. Put on your common sense caps, we the people. Take out your pen and paper. There's four days left and make it happen, May. It's time to make your life and this country better. Today's topic, I'll sit on episode 217, Fastest Math Tutor Masterminds Video Marketing Hashtags Wildlife Addiction and Recovery, and our special guest, Melissa Hooray, delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Don Subcic, the fastest free online math tutor on the planet. Randy Kirk, small business mastermind groups are the key to your success. Taylor Wellman, Video Marketing Tips and Techniques, Tammy Girl Lennon, hashtags Help You Get Found for Free, Joanne Sulum, It's Time to Connect with Mother Nature and Get Grounded. And our special guest sitting shotgun with Michelle, with me in the Patriotic Soapbox at 1 p.m., Miss Melissa Hooray, she's the Executive Director of the Lindell Recovery Network. Mike Lindell's free support group to help addicts recover and begin a new life. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, and resources, and of course, some entertainment. Phone lines will be open to Ask Melissa Anything. Visit EverythingHomeResourcePlatform.com for more information on today's guests, their shows, their websites, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information. The ultimate resource platform bookmarket. Make it your new homepage. Start your do with everything home resourceplatform.com. We're your censorship free safe space sanctuary. Speak easy for patriots. Breaking news. Number one recall Arizona House Speaker, Rogue Rhino Rusty Bowers. Mike Lindell. You're going to hear his name a lot today. Mike Lindell and Sidney Powell have joined America Restored to make the recall happen. This weekend, they're asking for volunteers to gather at Time Out Sports Bar and Grill in Mesa to help get signatures on petitions. They have the Trump voter list, so grabbing those John Hancocks are going to be real easy. It's time for All Hands on Deck we the People. Please join the movement and kick out a very bad hombre who's ruining the state of Arizona. Go to EverythingHomeResourcePlatform.com, click the Take Action tab, and then the Arizona Recalls page for us. Arizona Recalls page for all the details. Number two, California Governor Nazi Newsom announced the Vax for the Win program with $116 million in prize money to encourage people to get vaccinated, paid for by the taxpayers. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but an experimental biological agent with mRNA technology tracking devices, operating systems, and fetal tissue from aborted babies. Yes, you heard me. I've said there babies in your body, in your arm. You know, a product is really bad when you have to bribe people with free Krispy Kreme donuts, free New Jersey beer, free Uber rides, free french fries, contests, cash payments, days off from work, make propaganda commercials. I think you get the idea. Number three, Walgreens is closing 17 stores in San Francisco, the once beautiful city, due to excessive shoplifting because the elected elite no longer charging people for their crimes. Maybe Nazi Newsom should use the $116 million to hire more police and let them keep the criminals behind bars. Hmm. Today's topics on episode 217, fastest math tutor, mastermind, video marketing, hashtags, wildlife addiction, and recovery with our special guest, Melissa Hooray. It's May 28th, day 438 of 15 days of slow to slow the spread. Yes, that is correct. Day 438 of 15 days. To slow the spread. Snap out of it! It's time to rip off your dirty masks. I hope you're not wearing them. Still, they don't work. They actually make you sick and are a symbolism of control and tyranny. No more masks, people! Reclaim your freedoms. Go back to normal. Take action to stand up to the Nazi regime. Stop acting like we the ship. Sh- shuffle. <laughs> we the sheeple. Take back your country and reopen America 100%. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday.
5: Everybody's looking for a word for the week.
3: When was the last time that you went partying? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, that was funny. I had a plan. We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speak easy for patriots. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home, socially conscious, referral network, and marketing. Marketing? No. Referral network. Referral network. Come on, Michelle, you got this today. Today's topics on episode 217, Fastest Math Tutor, Masterminds, Video Marketing, Hashtags, Wildlife, Addiction and Recovery with our special guest, Melissa Hooray. First up, Mr. Don Sebzik. He's the founder of Math Celebrity, the fastest free tutor, shall I say, math tutor on the planet audience. Big round of applause. Don, my man, how are you today?
6: Good. Happy to be here.
3: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So what is new in the world of the fastest math tutor on the planet?
6: We're just finishing up our year as uh, people roll off school and start graduating. So we're, we're on pace to have another record year. I'm, I'm pretty confident we're going to beat the 6.2 million visitors we had last year. So it's always fun to uh, help out people and see how much we can grow.
3: So why don't you tell for our new listeners and the people that need a little refresher, what exactly this incredible platform is that you've created?
6: Sure. Math Celebrity is an automated online math tutor. You could think of it like a Google for math. So you just open the website, type in your math problem or your search term. And in a split second, we will show you the step-by-step work behind the answer as well as the answer. So if you want to finish your math homework in 10 minutes, while you're in your pajamas without having to worry about a tutor or weather conditions or thumbing through a textbook you just jump on the site put your problem in and sit back and enjoy the learning
0: this is
3: actually much more of a tool for the parents who have probably just gone out of their minds over the past 14 months having to deal with math which is one of the least favorite subjects of an adult who uh isn't a math genius so uh spending (sighs) spending all that time having to relearn something you didn't want to do when you were in school. Anyway, <laughs> I feel for them. So can you imagine moms and dads out there uh, getting back an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be per day of your life back? Cause you don't have to worry about trying to relearn, <laughs> relearn math. I mean, it's, it is actually brilliant. Do you get testimonials from parents all the time that just say, thank you so much, Don, for, for making my life easier.
6: Yeah, the number one testimonial we always get is, where was this when I was in high school? Which is pretty funny because the, the parents understand not just the value of time but the value of eliminating stress because I think parents are tired of going through textbooks. They're tired of Common Core. They're, there's not a lot of time in the day with all the extracurricular activities that both student has as well as the schedule that mom and dad have. So any time and stress you can save. Uh, you can almost think of it as if math is, is your headache. Let us be your aspirin.
3: Oh, I like that. That is very innovative of you, Don. So, um the other thing that that we've talked about before on the show, which is great about this tool that people can use, it helps kids, right Well, kids, young adults, learn a different way. yeah, you know, you're not uh, you're not having to to interpret what the teacher's saying or when the teacher says it in a certain. Uh, you know, use certain phrases or a certain method, which might not connect with all the students or be very misleading, like my algebra teacher from eighth grade, who just uh, uh horrible approach, just <laughs> horrible approach makes the whole room just confused. So it, it allows them to kind of really understand the fundamentals behind it, which then most likely from what you've told me, it it changes the way that they're learning all the other subjects. You want to comment on that?
6: yeah that's a great point and when you when you say the word fundamentals it's it's key to the problems we're seeing with education and not just not just in the u.s but with with general with the schedules we have and all the hectic things going on in the world so i'm a big fan of etymology right i like to go back to the history of when things started where the what the root of words is And so you and I talked about learning. If you go back and look at the etymology of the word teacher, it comes from a Germanic origin, which means to show or to point out, in essence, draw attention to. So if you compare the the roots and the purpose of that word way back compared to what it's turned into, if you look at traditional teaching right now, it's throw a concept on the board or slap something up on the projector and say, hey, learn this, here's how it works, and we're having a test in three days on this. So really, they're just scratching the surface, right? They're talking at you, not to you. They don't, they don't speak to the deeper structure of things. And so I always say, and, and this goes for any teacher, right? This goes for school teachers. This goes for guys like me. Anybody dispensing knowledge. If there's one lesson that, that we can use to help change learning, it's this. The two most important words when you're dispensing knowledge are, so what? What do I mean by that? before teachers prepare their lesson plan before a concept is ever presented on the board the person dispensing that knowledge should ask themselves so what because this forces them to grasp the deep structure of things and really it's way down in the deep structure where you're gonna find the ideals to get a student excited about learning so take this for instance the excitement of learning comes not just from the application of knowledge but the revelation of the knowledge so I was just at a school a couple of years ago speaking, and I got up in front of the class, and the kids were asking a few questions about math. And if you, tell, if you tell kids that, hey, there's math equations that explain parts of the universe, maybe in a class of 20, one or two kids get excited. But if you tell those same kids that math is used in Xbox video games, the construction of giant skyscrapers, and self-driving cars, now you 've got that same room of kids at full attention hanging on your every word you could You could hear a pin drop from the silence, and it goes back to the so what principle I like to say everybody 's favorite radio station is w i i f m which means what 's in it for me and this goes back to what you said about the fundamentals of learning. You could tell somebody to learn this, learn this, and they say why, but if you show what 's in it for them, personal and emotional reasons they 're going to be all ears and and Wide open eyes.
3: Yeah, I was thinking the exact same phrase in my head when you were saying kids are so what, and I was thinking adults are what's in it for me. So we're we're on the same page there, Don. Give your website, and I highly encourage everyone to go to this. Again, it's a free service, and it's a lifesaver for the parents and and oh yeah, we forgot the kids too. Don, give the website.
6: Sure, it's math celebrity spelled just like it sounds dot com.
3: Simple, you know, math. Who knew? Who knew somebody like Don would come along and create something so brilliant in order to make math simple? Thank you so much, Don. You have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next month. Thank you. I'm telling you guys, you've got to check out this platform. Free. It'll get you time, and it will help the kids with the math, and you won't have to
4: relearn the stuff you hated.
3: Yeah, you know, like that horrible algebra teacher I had that totally confused me on the foil method. Who knew it was that easy? Just, just the way they explained it. She just loved to explain it the wrong way.
4: What are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, it's 12.15. I
3: am going to play you a soundbite from the great President Ronald Reagan about Memorial Day weekend.
7: If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth the price for this freedom at times has been high but we have never been unwilling to pay that price those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes they just don't know where to look the sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the western front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, He had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone we must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women it is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have it is a weapon that we as americans do have let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors as for the enemies of freedom Those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it, now or ever. We are Americans. That is Ronald Reagan, uh, and you could hear his voice crack as he, he said the word sacrifice. And boy, if that doesn't make you proud to be an American, you know, bring a tear to your eyes or a lump in your throat, then I don't know that you belong in this country. We're a great country. And I'm telling you, we want to start Memorial Day weekend with the Great Gipper.
3: Whew. Listen to that three times. I have the same reaction each time. Yes, I do have a heart. I have the uh, pleasure and honor of meeting the great President Ronald Reagan. Got a picture with him. And, uh Yeah. What, a, what an experience that was. I was all tongue tied. My knees were wobbling. But uh, yeah, I could say that I, I actually met the great president, Ronald Reagan, the Gipper, the Gipper. All right, let's get back to the show. Thought it was important to play that for everybody. Next up is Mr. Randy Kirk. He's a serial. Entrepreneur, and he's the president of the Sun SoCalMasterminds.com, a confidential peer advisory board to help businesses succeed through brainstorming, encouragement, support systems, and accountability. He's also the host of Small Business Daily on YouTube, FreeBusinessHelpNow.com. Audience, big round of applause for Mr. Randy Kirk. <laughs> Hello, Mr. SoCal. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. And listening to Mr. Reagan speak, it just makes you, it, it, it lessens the surprise that we're all still wishing we could have another round with somebody like him.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, yeah, I believe his name's uh, Donald Trump, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about that on another show. We'll talk about that. He's, he's, he's close. He's close. But he's <laughs> he's pretty quite. close. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's the closest thing that we're going to get. So I'll take that all day long. Not a problemo. So how yeah, is yeah. the podcast going?
1: The podcast is going well. The website is going well. You know, uh, I was uh, uh, one of the videos that I create. There's 55 videos now up Ooh. on Small Business Daily. There's over 50 pages of content now up on FreeBusinessHelpNow.com, and one of those videos that I created a few weeks ago has actually kind of inspired me in a way. Um, We, you, and I both—I think we've talked about this before. The the regular, everyday small business owner in America, guys like me and you—you know—they come into business with a skill set. They are a baker. They are a good repair person. They are a lawyer. They are a CPA. They have a skill set. They've learned it in college or they've taken uh, certification courses or or they learned it as a result of just being good at it, you know, growing up. And they take that skill set and they go into business believing that they can make a living doing this and an entrepreneur. But they didn't spend one day learning how to sell, learning how to do their books, learning how to market, learning how to manage people. They haven't spent an hour in a classroom. They haven't read a book. (laughs) They don't know how to do any of those other things that are so critical to running a small business. And
4: And that's
3: a a huge point. That's a huge point, my friend. You you gave the top three things, and one of them was – or two, sales, marketing, and I believe like counting were the three things that most small business owners hate to do and don't do, and they're kind of the three most important (laughs) – three most important items.
1: And managing people, hiring, firing, and managing, motivating people that's four so I have this theory I have this theory that small business people in America, if they would spend ten hours on each subject, just ten hours on each subject, that they could probably double their sales, double their business, double their double the the uh, uh, the efficiency of their employees, double their ability to understand their accounting to where they could actually make money as a result of knowing how accounting works. I, I believe that, that 10 hours in each subject, 40 hours equivalent of one class in college, all right, <laughs> so 40, 40 hours. So 20 hours of my YouTube videos and 20 hours reading the, 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 the product on the website, all free. Doesn't cost a thing. And I think they could double their, double their, their take-home what they take home to to their family.
3: And to support that, let's just say they started watching the videos. They started looking through, and I love the new website, by the way. I checked it out yesterday. It looks fabulous. You. Yeah, you did a great Thank job. You. Great job. And let's just say they get into the groove, they start watching the videos, and they're like, okay, well, you know, I do would like to, I would like to bounce some ideas off of somebody. I kind of would be great if I could – uh, hire a, an expert or, but, you know, I'm looking at my budget and I, I, there's not a ton in there and I don't really have the time to do all that too, but I, I'm really enjoying this content. Hmm. What, what, what else, what else does this guy, does this guy Randy have that could get me in touch with people who've already gone through this, who kind of expertise in different areas where it could still be affordable and I can have that human interaction. I wonder, I wonder if he's got anything else in his arsenal. Hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the other, part of small, the other part of small business is that we end up going to small business without these skills, and then we don't have anybody to talk to about it. And so we started three and a half years ago. We started SoCal Masterminds, and there's other mastermind groups out there. We're not the only one. We are probably the least expensive one, the least expensive mm-hmm. professional. Um, but we have we get groups of six to ten business people together once a month for a couple of hours and we talk about each other's businesses, and we help each other. Everybody in the group has a different skill set, a different, a different set of experiences that they've had while they've been in business, a different education that they had before they went into business, or maybe they're educating themselves now. So, so by getting six to ten people around and talking about, should I hire this person? Where can I find people today? That's the number one subject I'm hearing right now. I can't find any employees. So there's quite a bit of content on the, on the website and on the YouTube video about finding how to find employees today. But you go into the small group, into this small group of people on Masterminds, and now you have six or seven, eight, nine other people there who are saying, hey, have you thought about Temp to Hire? Oh, have you thought about the fact that there's a bunch of high schoolers that are going to be graduating in the next two weeks? So everybody just brainstorms and talks about where there might be some potential employees right now or any other subject that in the entire world spectrum of what happens in small business.
3: And wait for it, everyone, uh, drum roll, and the cost is how much per month, Randy Kirk?
1: $200 a month is the total cost of SoCal Mastermind. And it's like getting a master's degree uh, in small business. If you attend for like a year, it's the equivalent probably of getting a, a master's degree in business.
3: Yeah, I, I would like to challenge someone to show me some course that they're going to get for that same cost. And a course would be something where it's like on demand or a recording. And then uh, also show me another mastermind at the professional level that Randy Kirk delivers that is uh, cheaper than that. I don't think it is. I don't think it exists on the planet Earth, my friend. You are, you uh, are it.
1: Pretty- <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs>
3: And then there's yeah, something so, about, what about the first month what if, in case somebody's not sure, maybe they have a new business and they're thinking, God, if they've got these kind of powerhouses in there, you know, these, these gurus who've been doing it for years, you know, I'm, I'm a little intimidated. What, what you know, what should, is there something, is it, can I try it? Like how, how, does, how does that work?
1: We do have a first month free policy. We <sighs> want people to, to see that they fit, that they like it, that, they're, that they think is valuable uh, before they spend a the dime. And then that also gives the group a chance to see if we think that you're a fit for the group because, you know, sometimes there's personality issues. But so far, we've never had to ease anybody out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Slowly ask you to exit stage left, people. Uh, Adios, amigos. (laughs) Let's put it this way. We've got four days left and Make It Happen May. What a better way to make it happen, May, and totally change your business. You can double As he said, you can double, double your pleasure, double your sales, double your everything in a very short amount of time. So go check out the website today, and you've got tons of free content on there. Give the website for us, Randy Kirk.
1: The website is FreeBusinessHelpNow.com, and the YouTube video uh, channel is uh, Small Business Daily with Randy Kirk.
3: Simple. See, the solutions on this show today are just so simple, and there's no reason why everyone can't take advantage of it. I'm telling you, we're saving you time and making you money.
0: That's all you got to do. Pay
3: attention. Pay attention. Keep doing it. All right, Mr. Keep doing it. I'm I'm doing what I can, man. I'm doing what I can. Thank you so much, Randy Kirk. Always a pleasure. I encourage everyone to go check it out, and uh, you have a fabulous weekend. We'll talk to you next month. Bye for now. Oh, solutions today. Unbelievable. Oh, it's 1228. What are we going to do next? Yes, it's a little bit more breaking news. Number four. This one's sad. One of our partners of the show and platform passed away yesterday. The great Foster Freeze. <laughs> he was an incredible man and was dedicated to his philanthropic efforts. His interview, episode 112, was one of the most powerful and inspirational shows I've ever done. He gave me over an hour of his time, and he's a billionaire, so I can only imagine what that cost him. Um, I took about six pages of notes, and I highly encourage you to listen to it. There's business tips there is spiritual information. I mean, his brain, Oh, the stuff that he just shared was really, really incredible, incredible. And it's not just for people that have a business. Trust me. It's, it's a much bigger, broader scope of what was discussed. So our prayers go out to his wife, Lynn and his family. Yeah, Foster was an American treasure and it was a true honor to have that conversation with him. Again, it's episode 112. I encourage you to listen to it at, uh, change a lot of things in your lives. Number five, the elected elites in Fulton County, Georgia have hired two high-powered criminal defense attorneys who specialize in white-collar crime. Hmm. Now, why would they do that? Things that make you go mm-hmm. Things that make you go mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. Number six, here's what Arizona Governor Doug Ducey thinks of our forensic audit. God, this is a bad hombre.
8: The former president over the weekend referred to the audit, and he said, the deletion of an entire voter database and critical election files of Maricopa County is unprecedented. He said ballots are missing, seals
2: broken in boxes. He called it an unbelievable election crime. What do you make of the former president's comments uh, denigrating, Our elections here in Arizona?
1: I've been outspoken on Arizona and Arizona's elections. I actually think that this is our fourth audit now. There's been three that have been conducted before this so I've said let's stick to the facts and let's see what the results play out in terms of of this current one if it's any different than the the previous one that was conducted by the Board of Supervisors.
0: Governor
3: Ducey said that he believes questions about the legitimacy of the audit should be directed to the state Senate. Hmm. Another one that makes you go. Hmm. Yeah, there wasn't uh, three previous audits. Those weren't audits. You were just counting. Right. So if you're it's like garbage in, garbage out, if you're counting something that's fake uh, or (laughs) manipulated, doesn't really count. And then, of course, they were performed by the people who don't want the forensic audit, the Mayor of Corruption, County Board of Supervisors. Hmm. Yeah. Two and two is four, everybody. And if you don't believe me, then go over to Don's Math Celebrity, plug that in and see if it comes up two and two is four. Number seven, our partner. Sheriff Mark Lamb says the border has gone from a crisis to an emergency and now is an invasion. You can listen to his segment all about it on episode 215. And If you want even more details from a freedom fighter who spent three weeks down there on the border, multiple states, and you got to listen to Christy Hutcherson, the founder of Women Fighting for America, our platinum partner, at the one hour mark of episode 216. I listened to it again last night. Wow. It was... <sighs> Uh, she does a deep dive and the facts will make your blood boil. Yeah, it's it's actually quite sick, uh, quite sick everybody. And number eight on Sunday, May 30th in Stewart, well, I'll save that one. I'll save that one. I want to bring on yeah, there's three events coming up. I'm going to save the events. I'm going to save the events because I want to sneak in here, Miss Taylor Wellman. So my next guest is Taylor women, well man, like as in, I'm a man and I'm well, except she's a lady. She's a cool lady too. She's a video marketing expert and founder of Financial Potion. Audience, big round of applause. <clears throat> Taylor, how are you?
9: Hello, hello. Good, I like to say it's all well, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. I saw that you changed your uh, photo on Facebook, and that little son of yours is uh, bigger and bigger. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing. He's he's growing a lot. He's like a little man.
9: It's so amazing. We actually just did a haircut, and it's crazy. It's like with one haircut, he aged three years. <laughs>
3: All right, so you would be glad to know that I have overcome my fear of video and the only obstacle that is preventing me from doing it now is time. So we've, we've, we've made the baby steps and now we just need to implement. So that was, uh, so you, you should be proud of me for eliminating that barrier.
9: Yes, I am very proud. It all takes, you know, one step at a time. And speaking of time, it's a matter of really using your calendar. Just go ahead, look for a time that you then have a chunk that you can plan for production and then a chunk for editing or delegate out that editing. Only do the parts of the video that you enjoy doing, which you're so good in radio, you're going to be amazing on camera.
3: Oh, I do. I do appreciate that. So let's, let's do this. Well, right, let's use me as an example. I'll be the guinea pig. So um, <laughs> let's just say that this weekend I'm going to do my first video and obviously I'm going to record it. I'm not going to go live, right? Cause I just want to, at least the first one has to be somewhat de- decent. Uh, I don't know how to edit it. Yes. So that's not going to be an option, right? I'm not going to learn something else at this point. So, so how much time, uh, what do you suggest for my setup and uh, what would be the best intro or topic since it's the very first one. So this is encouraging people to, you know, jump off the ledge here.
9: Those are all really, really great questions. And so for people just starting out, let's first talk about your production setup. I'm sure... Throughout last year, many of us have used Zoom and Zoom has a great virtual background opportunity where you can then upload a image that has your brand and that has it beautifully in the background. Also, Zoom has some tools in there that can soften your skin, make you look a little younger, add some more light into your scene. And so if you don't have a lot of production equipment, you could actually really use Zoom to give you a a higher value look than if you were just going to record with your phone. And so for production-wise, for people just starting out, I really say, you know, use the free version of Zoom or pay for, you know, an upgraded version if you want. If you're going to go on longer than just 45-minute ramps <laughs> uh, and have that virtual background on there and make sure that, you know, smooth out your skin in terms of what to say think about what were some of the last email questions you received or what were some of the phone calls you received or what are those questions that you feel like you're a broken record or you're just getting hand cramps, retyping over and over again. Those are obviously questions that people might be searching online for. And the beauty of video is the search engine optimization element of it is that people are going online to find answers. And so the more that you can provide videos answering those people's questions, the more likely you're going to get found organically before you spend a penny with Google ads.
3: And that's you, you've mentioned that before, made it quite clear for everybody that it's important to do the videos just because of how social media operates. So we, we, we don't have a choice at this point. Um, so that, that is a great reminder for people because it's an audio post or even a stagnant post. that's stationary, whatever they call it. It's not going to get as much traction, when people are trying to search, correct?
9: Correct. And also think about YouTube. Do not forget about YouTube. YouTube is not a social media account. It's actually a search engine. And it's been owned by Google since 2008. So obviously Google wants to populate YouTube results. And so whenever you create a video, don't just put it on your Facebook or your Instagram. You absolutely want to make sure you're putting it on YouTube and then doing the search engine optimized steps to make sure you have the best chance to get organically found.
3: And search uh, engine optimized, you just mean keywords, right? There's nothing else fancy other than putting the keywords oh. in.
9: Oh, there Uh-oh. are actually nine <laughs> steps to having a YouTube video fully and optimized. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but that's uh, one of them. That is one of them. The tags are considered keywords. So what are those phrases that you want that video to be categorized uh, around to then get found? But in addition to that, the title, the title needs to be written in a way that search engines favor. The description, so many people just upload a video to YouTube without a single description. Although we are in a world that people love video, Content is still king and queen. And what that means is you do want to spend some time writing into your description about 2,000 characters, and at the very top within those first three to four lines, put a call to action back to the website. You know, unless you're just a YouTube creator uh, showing off your cast or your makeup, more than likely you're an entrepreneur or business owner that wants to get people to the website. And so make sure that you're making it easy for people to do that. Uh, Custom thumbnails, that's one of the search engine optimization steps. YouTube is super picky about you utilizing all their tools, and so if you're just using um, one of those terrible face uh frames that they offer you you're not going to have a great chance of getting found. Take the time to upload a nice looking thumbnail
3: and How long should your first video be or what what what's what, what do people tolerate with their short attention spans? <laughs>
9: That, you know, it really does depend on the topic and the target demographic. So on average, people's retention rates are between a minute to a minute and a half. However, if you're sharing a full demonstration on how to use a product, if it takes a solid five minutes to fully explain how to use the product, people are going to appreciate and respect that you take the time for them to be fully educated. Because the other aspect of this video is building that trust and letting people really know who you are, what is it that you provide, and how you can help them. And so it really comes down to the topic. But when you're first getting started, shorter is always better, especially when you don't have a lot of editing elements. You want to keep it interesting, uh, and so you don't want to just drag on and on and on and be redundant.
3: And I have one last question for you. Um, Why do people videos in their car I just don't understand that but why why the car do you, do you have an answer for why in the car
9: you know I actually did a series uh, several years ago when periscope first started so really right when like live streaming first started called traffic talks uh, and something about the car gives it a raw real feeling and as i just said the, the beauty of video is building trucks and so the more authentic you can be, the more people actually truly connect with who you are and, and can better decide if they would fit well to work with you. And so I would advise every single video you do to be in the car, um, <laughs> but to have a video from time to time in the car, it gives it a different background. It gives it that real feel. And, you know, if you just came up with content gold, don't let it slip by. Capture it in that moment. And those are really great videos to get away with going live because they're going to have that less production value look.
3: Uh, All right. I will. I'll I'll go with that. (laughs) Still, I just, I can't get my arms around the car thing, but that's okay. I'm not, ai am I'm, I'm easing into the video thing. I'll go sit in the car and do a video and be like everybody else. Taylor plug your Friday (laughs) free event or the free, uh, Podcast that you do, and then, of course, give the website.
9: Most definitely. So it's Friday, and every Friday at 5 p.m. Arizona time, we provide free videos, free tips on equipment, how to do your videos, how to script your videos on our YouTube channel. So that is youtube.com forward slash Financial Potion. You can also learn more about us and our services and how we can help you at Potion.com.
3: Awesome. Thank you, Taylor. Give that little... Guy, a big hug from me, and we will talk to you next month.
9: I appreciate you, Michelle. Thank you so much.
3: Have a great weekend. You too. Ah, video. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it this weekend, but I'm going to do it soon. It's on the list. At least it made the list this time. It's 1242. I am totally over. So um, just real quick, I just want to remind everybody that all of the websites for all of our guests are listed in the show. So when you see the show on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, where you see the big graphic, right? You see the graphic for the show, uh, the name of the person. And right next to it is the name of their company. It's in blue, you know, link blue, as in website link blue. Click on that. It goes right through to their websites. So that way you can easily find the messages that matter from the people you need to know about. And you can find all of their episodes. No, like the 386 live segments from the 165 partners everything home take action tab go figure everything's at that take action tab and um, see purpose driven partners live segment that's this particular show and just scroll 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 we have covered every single topic imaginable planet earth all right let's bring out my next guest my next guest is Tammy girl Lennon she's an author speaker Navy veteran hashtag marketing expert and founder of profitable shenanigans oh, audience big round of applause <clears throat> Tammy girl thank you for your patience my dear Where where did she go? Where did Tammy Girl go? Oh, I
5: couldn't. I, hello, hello. I couldn't find my mute button. So uh, hello. And for the record, because you probably don't have one. One I don't. Uh-huh. Tammy Girl. One Ann, Not linen. It is one Ann. Thank you for having me, Michelle.
3: It, I, one of these days, I'll get it right. Uh, if I don't say girl after Tammy, I get yelled at. So now it's Lenan <laughs> and uh, reprimanded okay. for the person who doesn't have a mute button on their phone. Okay. Who knew, right? Who, who knew? Who knew?
2: Yeah, Hashtag, know, right? my dear.
3: Let's, let's do a deep yep. dive on hashtags, and uh, you, I want you to plug the course that you, are, uh, you put together. So we have seven minutes. Let's jam.
5: Awesome. Uh, The the short version is, much like Taylor was just talking about, by the way, great video insight, um, hashtags right now are nothing more than necessary keywords, okay? Um, There has been over 200 platform changes regarding what Facebook and YouTube and social media wants people to do with hashtags. Um, So long gone are the days where you could follow an influencer's advice on hashtags. You, You really do have to be very intentional with what problem you solve and who your audience is. Before you use hashtags, um, and so that's kind of the short, con- uh, a condensed version um, of the importance of
3: hashtags. You know, with where we're at right now. All right, well then that uh, that makes it a little bit easier for people like me that just kind of make things up as they go along on social media. But I am learning. I am learning about the power of these hashtags and for the search engines and the keywords, all these uh, technical terms from you social media experts. And I'm sure the audience is going, wow, this is a lot like, like <laughs> you know, and you're constantly having changes and I got to learn something else. But uh, that's not what I do for a living. But then, uh, you know, I don't, I don't I don't have thousands of dollars to hire somebody. So is there maybe a course or is there something that I can and I can learn just, a bit, you know, the gist of it. So at least if I do get a chance to hire somebody, uh, I know that they're they're smart enough or they understand it. Or I not know that And my big thing is, you know, especially in this industry uh, I'm not being taken advantage of anything. That's kind of scary for people. They can, uh, they seem to always want to charge a lot of money for that. So what do we got with uh, having to try to learn the gist of this?
5: Absolutely. So we've, we've done a couple of things, right? So I, I have been doing hashtags for major celebrity tours um, and events Right. I've worked with Les Brown as his director of operations um, you know, since 2014. Um, and so we, we are here to educate, not convince. So if you Ooh. would like to understand more about hashtags in a non-scary way, come find our free Facebook group, The Growth Zone with Profitable Shenanigans. In our files section, we have all the links to the new Facebook roles um, on hashtags, the new YouTube rules, right? We want you to be able to see in writing yourself. We're not full of shit. And if you want to take that information and learn it yourself, take it and go. Only come over there if you're going to take it and do something with it, right? Don't be telling people you you got my free information and you didn't use it, right? Don't do not do that to me. Um, and, but if, And then once you understand it um, and you're like, okay, what do we do now? We, we actually do have a live um hashtag course this will be our fourth and final one for this year um and because hashtags are a never i am say they're always they're a moving target even if you don't come over with us please the love of god do not purchase any hashtag course from a fake guru that was recorded more than a month ago right there's people out there selling hashtag courses for rules for last year right just 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 don't do it so we do our course live we help you register your hashtags it's brand specific we never have more than 20 people in the class because you get one on one attention we're bringing in other major uh influencers to teach you how to use hashtags not only just you know for reach but to get on media right to actually get um um, referrals right like I, 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 I book myself using hashtags on podcasts just on Facebook. Go, quick tip go search hashtag you know real estate podcast or whatever your industry is and a hashtag is gonna pull up all those uh, all those shows you may have never heard of that you can now develop a relationship with And again, because hashtags um, are in real time, you could Google or not Google use that hashtag on Facebook hashtag, you know, real estate podcast, for example, you know, three times in a day, and you're going to get different results every time. And so um, that's one of our little tricks right now, that we, we really look like we're a kick-ass uh, uh, podcast booking company, um, and we're doing it literally just going to Facebook and searching for podcasts with, with, with hashtag keywords. Um, and so hashtags are making us look a whole lot more talented than we really are at the end of the day. Um, and that's it. So we're about education. Again, um, our free Facebook group, uh, the Growth Zone with Profit again, everything you, the free resources. There's a video in there where I, in live, real time, we had done a, a random Facebook Live. I pulled somebody on camera who didn't know I was going to do it, and we went through their brand live, on air, screen share, in real time. Go watch it. You guys can have it. Use it. Don't come in there and, and, and download it if you're not going to use it. Um, and then from there, if you're ready to hop in, um, so I'm the same way. You got to understand something. You, confused people will not pay for anything. I am the same way, so I did it. And hashtags are ever-changing. But again, we do it live. We do it to your brand. We, we explain to you, you know what that is. You leave with a 90-day uh, marketing plan, and then we do not leave you hanging. You for the next year, we're going to notify you. All banned hashtags and any major changes that may affect your brand. We're watching for those. We got your back. I am telling you that this is all we do. That's all we do. I have I have two staff members. All they do all day is read and get caught up with social media changes um, in real time.
3: And the social media changes and the hashtag changes, or as she said, a moving target. so they're constantly changing. And once you can get the right hashtags and understand the strategy, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe that becomes free advertising. So <laughs> hello. So if you're not having to spend a bunch <laughs> of money it. on advertising, yep. you can use these hashtags in order to get yourself found, get your message out there. So, Tammy, girl, can you uh, – or give the Facebook group because that's where they're going to start and they're going to get the free information and the video that you're talking about on your brand analysis uh, is in there. And then of course they get more information and give your website to get more information about the course.
9: Yes, absolutely.
5: So um, the the group on Facebook is the growth zone, profitable shenanigans. Um, And you'll see my avatar. He finds uh, a, a, you know, avatar with, Bright blue hair, you found the right group. <laughs> Request to come in. There's no sales in there, so come in there to learn and grow. We and the, I think the thing that I love the most is it's just not candy girl telling you, right? Even though I, if you know people like Les Brown don't write you checks to do things unless you know what you're doing. Um, but we actually give you all the links to the rules on Facebook and TikTok. Like go read it for yourself, right? Um, so you have that information to make the best decision for your brand. Um, and, and that's what it's about. Um, you know, I was on a, a single mom as well. Um, and, you know, money is valuable. I don't like to say money is tight, but money is valuable right now. Um, and so I want to know I'm getting value when, when I hire an expert to help me. I want you guys to know you're working with ex- experts. Um, but at a minimum, you need the information or your brand will not will not succeed on, on uh on social media, uh, you know, going forward, and, and and we don't we don't need you guys confused. So come in there. The videos are in there. The links. Um, we even have little other little freebies in there. We have uh, we have permission to to use it. Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you know how to create sixty four pieces of content in a single day. How Gary Vaynerchuk does hashtags. He's like me. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and I both spend eight hours a day just on hashtags. Um, and so it is a real thing, but it's a very powerful thing. Um, hashtags allow me to um, help local uh, companies here in Phoenix, Arizona, during COVID, actually lower their marketing bill, right? Um, it's a hot season right now. Um, air conditioning companies have, a, you know, they're everywhere. I have a hard time uh, getting business this time of year. Um, you know, it's like a hundred dollars per
3: click for Google adverts and things like that. Yeah, we don't um, want to spend that yes, kind of money. Yes, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if you're spending that kind of money, right, so, slow, er, stop, stop the presses, yes, everybody. Yes, don't yes, spend exactly. that kind of money. Check out the hashtag things. Tammy girl, give your website real quick for the profitable shenanigans.
5: Um, it's actually right now it's Tammygirl. Dot com. T a m i girl. Dot com. That leads to all shenanigans, um, and I am at, I am Tammy Girl on every major platform. Uh, sadly, you Google that, I can't hide you, Bill, if I knew we are everywhere. Um, and again, like- come in there, ask questions, get get the free resources, and learn, really. You guys got a three-day weekend while you're, you know, barbecuing, right? Listen to these, uh, uh, these videos and, and these podcasts. I, by the way, quick plug... No. While I was in the waiting room, went and signed up for Randy's course in SoCal. So I just took um, lots of people. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: you're gonna love him.
3: I'm telling you, his course is his his mastermind uh, group is 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 extremely powerful. And wait till you learn more about him, you're gonna go, okay, I'm gonna listen to everything this guy says. So I'm I'm glad to see these partners are working together. Everybody, see what I mean? Even an expert like her. Has uh, knows that she can trust one of the other experts that, and partners that come on this show. So I hope that that means a lot. So everybody that's coming on has confidence in each other and works with one another, too. That says a lot about the caliber of the people that you're hearing about on this show. Thank you so much for the information, Tammy Girl, and we will talk to you next month. Have a great weekend, my dear, and uh, thanks for your service. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank
5: you so much for talking to you next month.
3: All righty, my dear. All right. So we are a little over 1255. I'm going to bring on Miss Joanna Sulem. She is an artist and author of Evolution of a Wild Heart. Audience, big round of applause. (laughs) Joanne, Joanne, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little over on my time, but don't worry. We'll get you. We'll get you your full seven. We'll get you your full seven. So um, okay. we're gonna we're gonna talk about animal spirits. We're gonna do a little animal communication. We're gonna talk about getting back to nature. What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, you know, uh, last time we talked, I had uh, had said something about you know people just you know, it's getting to your to-do list right? And you were saying that, oh, yeah, I forgot to use my plants in my office. I did. And, you know, all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, what I, what I said was, you know, just, you're okay the way you are today. You know, just accept yourself the way you are. Uh-huh. I don't think people should be so hard on themselves. So, anyway, I was thinking about that a little bit more. And I was thinking about, you know, I, I, when you introduced me, I'm, you know, finishing up my book, and I'm all licensed wildlife rehabilitator and a wildlife nature artist but I haven't really told you why I'm so passionate about getting people outside and I wanted to tell you a little story today that's okay before
3: you do that I want to let you know that I did move a plant onto my desk a couple weeks ago not just because you were coming on the show I actually did it on my own yeah Mm-hmm. Well, you told me, and I was, like thir- I was like two months behind schedule. But it wasn't because I saw your name and was like, oh, I better do it because she's coming on tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did it well, last weekend. Okay. And how does it feel? Does it feel better to have it there? Well, here's the
3: problem. And this is so, I can't believe I'm going to say this on the air. You know, I've got five monitors on my desk. You know, I have one of those uh, uh-huh. damn things, right? So it looks like a space shuttle. And uh, now that I'm, I'm telling you this, um, all I see is the pot and the, the 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 branch or of the of the little of the little tree. I don't see the leaves because it's behind the monitor. So, uh. Uh, so I just realized that I kind of screwed that up. And I, the whole point of having the plant is so you get to see the fun part of the plant, which are the leaves, not the bark. So I um, I need to reposition. So I I get a uh, I get a C minus for my efforts. So, go ahead. Uh, your... live
0: and learn, <laughs> live and learn.
3: Everything's an but, adjustment, right? But do you realize <laughs> oh. I just noticed it now? <laughs> it's been there for almost a week. <laughs> that's pathetic. <laughs> oh, oh my god.
0: Oh. Funny. Anyway, funny. Funny. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, I <sighs> I know you had a lot of guests on today, uh talking about hashtags and business and all that and um <clears throat> You know, I think people just get in their heads a lot, right? On their to-do list and all these things and all these problems that we have and all these worries for the world and stuff. And I discovered something when I was a girl, okay? Uh, And I'm going to give you one quick story. When I was 16, I was living in a two-bedroom basement apartment and sleeping in a bed with my brother and sister and sharing a really small room. A year before that, we had had a fire in the house and uh I lost my you know, thank God my family was okay. But I lost my dog, my parakeet, my hamsters, my fish, my guitar, photos, everything but the clothes on my back that day. You know, and life can change like that in a minute. And then, you know, being learning disabled and and dyslexic and having all these problems, uh, put a lot of stress on me, you know, as a teenager. And one day, I just went down to the beach and took a walk, and it just happened to be just when the sun was starting to go down, and it was the most spectacular sunset I had ever seen. You know what happened? Huh? Hmm. What? Take okay, guess. I forgot uh, about everything. I forgot oh. about all my problems. I forgot about failing my classes in school and having to live in this little crappy apartment and you know, and having no space of my own and, you know, my job and all that stuff, I just completely forgot about it. And I just took into that sunset and it was so beautiful and it just really filled me up. And then I said, you know, I wish I could paint that. I really wish I could paint that. I wish I could capture what I was feeling at that moment. And that led me to art school. And I did finally paint that sunset. But my point is, because I know we're short on time today, is that why I'm so adamant about people stepping outside and just taking a break from their lives? Um, because it could help you in every area of your health, uh, area of your life, your business, your personal relationships, just a simple walk, just taking the time to just connect with nature. Because when you connect with nature, you connect with God. And then you connect with yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like
3: we just need that little time out. And you can literally just go out in your front yard or your backyard or wherever wherever you are. Something simple. You don't have to go on a hike and you don't have to make it a production and you don't need to, uh, you know, drive somewhere. You can just go outside, sit, stand in the grass, look up at the sun, you know, stare at a tree, look at a bird, (laughs) Yeah. Keep it simple.
0: Exactly, exactly. What happens is it takes you out of yourself. And, you know, that's why I wrote the book. You know, I've done so many things. It's like, all right, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to show people how beautiful the world is. And they can take these paintings home with them and look at them every day. And then I started talking about it and doing lectures and writing about it. And, And it's all just to get people to just stop for a minute and really connect with the earth um, because you are connecting with yourself and a higher purpose with what your life is about because your life is never about the chores that you have to do today they're not you know there's a bigger picture and everything and, yeah I must,
3: uh, I must say when I, that little rabbit shows up and uh,
0: i look out <laughs> the window.
3: I, I literally stop what I'm doing and I just, I stare at him to see, you know, what do you, well, how long is he, where are they going to go? What's going on? I mean, obviously it's not for hours. It's for like a minute or two, but at that's least, uh, it yeah, it doesn't take much. Oh, he has a new, he has some little friends.
0: So they must have um,
3: uh, done there's the rabbit baby. thing because there's little ones. Um, yeah. Oh, I and have the,
0: three little babies here myself. Um, and that's got dug up by a dog and a, I just warn people this time of year to be careful letting your cats and dogs outside because uh, they do dig up those uh, those nests. But I have three little babies uh, myself. Yep. Uh, you know what I'll do is this week is I'll put some pictures on my website so people could see. They're so cute. They're just miniatures of the big ones. Aren't they adorable?
3: Yeah, the little ones are cute. Big ones, uh
0: You know, it's like adults.
3: Big ones, eh. <laughs> adults, eh. Right. The little kids, cute. <laughs> Babies, cute. Adults, not so much. <laughs> Especially when sometimes uh. they open their mouth. You're like, oh, yeah. And, uh,
0: but that's a whole right. other show. That's a whole other with show. Rabbit, in, in a way. <laughs> yeah, he's my little friend. And, now he, he's and, and so there's there. there's a couple of
3: them. There's a couple of them, yeah. So uh-huh. I, I and mean, yeah. he still gives me the stink eye. So don't think that we've, we've bonded so much, but I think it's just a little game with them. Not a big deal. But then there, uh, real quick, I just wanted to share with you that last year, the quail, there's a quail that lives on the side of the house in some bush, right? They had the mm-hmm. little quails and the little guys, I mean, they're small. I mean, they're almost like, you just want to scoop them up and like, not squish them, but you want to hold them. Cause they're so cute. And about a month ago I saw Mom and Dad come around the corner, and I'm like, "Uh "Uh-oh, do we have little friends?" And boom, there's like twenty of them, and they just (laughs) they scurry. It's so funny. Yeah. So then, you know, I I stare at that. So that's that is my uh, my little saving grace of sanity. So I encourage uh, everybody to listen to what Joanna's saying and uh, take a little time to enjoy Mother Nature and the animals and uh, the the trees and get that plant on your desk. So you could see it. You can't just put it on your desk. And let it be right, hidden. Right, yeah. the the it looks like a little
0: easier. And yeah, you gotta get you out of your head. It's really like a uh, a call na- a nature meditation. You're not really consciously meditating, but you are uh, subconsciously yeah. meditating because you're not thinking of anything else. You're just enjoying that little that little guy running across your uh, your property over there outside, right? Yeah. And giving me the stink eye. And then we had a little contest. And we had a staring you contest. Eye. Maybe because you're yeah, not getting out more. But maybe that'll, that'll lessen over the next few months when you get the plants on your desk. you seeing what your, your progress. It's going to be like, yeah. alright. Just- She's coming around. Get, this chick is cool.
3: <laughs> I'm getting there. Baby steps. Baby steps. Joanne, give your your website so everybody could learn more and check out uh, some of the you know the upcoming book and of course some photos and the artwork that you've done.
0: Right. yeah, the podcast and all that stuff is on there. So it's JoanneSullam.com. J-O-A-N-N-E-S-U-L-L-A-M.com. All right. Awesome.
3: Thank you, my dear. Have a great weekend, Thanks. and I know you will you have some it. exciting stories next month for us about how you enjoyed the Memorial Day weekend outside with Mother Nature.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right. Enjoy the weekend. Take care. You
3: too. Uh, She always grounds me, and then as soon as she gets off the air, I forget. So <laughs> until I listen to the show again, and then I remember, and then I uh, go back to my uh, habits, but we're not going to do that moving forward. Uh, we are going to change things up starting today after the show, and I will share I will share that with you. all right, it is time. we are over. We are five minutes over. Ooh, I hate being late for people, so i oh Melissa hooray, a big apology for that. So it is time for michelle 's patriotic soapbox. Joining me and sitting shotgun is my special guest, Melissa Hooray. She's the executive director of the Lindell Recovery Network. Yes, isn't Mike Lindell? It's a free, faith-based, revolutionary program to help addicts recover and begin a new life. She also hosts the Hope Report Podcast. They're live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 1 PM Eastern Time on YouTube. Audience, big round of applause for a really amazing lady. Melissa, Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Great to be here with you. Thanks for inviting me. You you uh, you've been on my list for a long time, like a a target list. I have this target list of people that I (laughs) that I uh, that I slightly stalk, you know, like in a a nice way and then try to get them (laughs) to become part on the show. And then, of course, big welcome to our patriotic purpose driven resource platform. I'm so excited that you have uh, decided to come on actually you didn't, He didn't fight back a lot. So I was like, Oh, all right. So then, then you and I have no, corresponded. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was glad you, you and I've done a little bit of correspondence
3: I, I, and I was like, she's really cool. <laughs> she's like, I wish she was here. She'd be my friend.
0: I, I felt, I felt that way
8: too. I thought what a blessing. This woman seems, she's so inclusive. She we're not in competition. She's like, Hey, let's help each other out. Let's, uh, Let's spread the word and just collaborate. I get that feeling from you. It's really awesome. I'm so blessed that, uh, you know, that I met you this way. And maybe I'll meet you in person someday.
3: Oh, you will. We'll figure that out. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, well I, there's, I'm sure there will be some uh, Frank Speech or Mike Lindell event that our paths will cross. Cause I'm not quite sure I'll be headed up to Minnesota anytime soon, but we'll figure it out. And thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. And that's what we encourage Everybody that listens to the show and this platform, there's no such thing as competition. Everything is a collaboration. Everything really can be a partnership because however uh, you connect with certain people, you might be in the same line of work, and I use that loosely, or you might be actually uh, doing the same exact type of business, but how people connect to one another and how people deliver information or it just be the sound of your voice. You might have amazing things to say, but if someone doesn't like that, that's enough for somebody to say, you know what? Not, not for me, somebody else. So there, again, there's no no competition. Everybody, so get that out of your mind. And uh, and, and as far as uh, all of our partners on this platform, they they agree with that. You know, you want to be around like-minded people too that that get that, and it just makes things so much easier. You know what I mean, Melissa? Yeah.
8: Amen. You know, I feel that way about people's testimonies. Everybody has a testimony and some of them have very mind blowing testimonies like Mike Lindell's where you're like, wow, how did this, how's this man still walking around? And You know, he's got this unbelievable testimony. And then there are some people where, you know, they maybe overcame perfectionism or something like that, but their testimony is going to resonate specifically with someone. So we all have a story to tell and people to connect to. So I, I love what you're saying and definitely on board with that.
3: What? I, th- I knew we were going to be friends. That was just obvious by the first, like, first email conversation.
8: Um, <laughs> oh, I saw a picture of you with Garth Brooks, but then I couldn't find it. I think I did because my husband's a huge Garth Brooks fan. I said, I have to show you this, but now I can't find it.
3: <laughs> it's on the website. If you go to okay. our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the media and cool stuff page. And just click about Michelle. It's on there. Yeah, it's on there. Uh, And, and you know, why, uh, why, uh, I'm glad that you brought it up because it was like from 20 years ago. So I look really young and good in it and skinny. (laughs) I
8: (laughs) I think we're the same age. I think you, you graduated from high school in 1991. I think I saw. Yeah. Ninety
3: one. I'm 48. You're not old. We're not (laughs) old. (laughs) No, no. And we could, you know, with with a little bit of extra dinero, I would actually look even younger, but that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show.
8: (laughs) We'll have to talk about that sometime.
2: Oh yeah.
3: I I know all the things that can be done. I used to get them done. I haven't gotten them done in a long time. You can see that, but that's okay. We just, yeah, we can can turn, we can turn back time like Cher says. (laughs) You can turn back time. You just need if
8: only if only.
3: You just need you just need some cash, preferably uh, at least something with a comma in it. And you can it, it takes it's wonders wonders that uh, modern technology that's out there. Um, before right. we go into the Lindell Recovery Network, tell us a little bit about you, how you met Mike, and then I'm really interested in, in doing kind of a deep dive on the Lindell Recovery Network because it is it's it's unlike anything that. Any of these recovery addiction centers that usually cost forty, fifty thousand $50,000 and the people just yes. fall off the wagon and boom, they have to go back in.
8: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to tell the story of how I met Mike. It's it's one of my favorite stories and it's a complete God thing, how we even cross paths other than both of us being, you know, in Minnesota. But I have to say, I wasn't really aware of Mike much um, throughout my life. You know, I I probably knew he was the pillow guy, but, you know, he wasn't really on my radar. So my background is I grew up in northern Minnesota, um, way, way up north, but I live in the Twin Cities metro area now. But Living up in northern Minnesota, I came from, you know, my parents were hard working people, but they they struggled with addictions and Dysfunction in my home and financial problems and all of that. So I kind of was on a mission to get out of the house as soon as I could. And I developed my own problem with alcohol when I was 15, which this will be an abridged story. But but essentially, I used it to treat anxiety and I used it to just help with insecurity and fit in. And that developed into an addiction that carried me through, you know, many years of my life into my late 20s. But in spite of that I managed to finish college and I did have a career in broadcasting for about seven years. I was a news reporter and anchor in Duluth and also a mobile DJ for like 10 years so traversing the state of Minnesota <laughs> and Wisconsin doing my gigs my party. weddings and my <laughs> yeah it was a good job for a person who drank along with bartending on the side so I did gravitate <laughs> to stuff that enabled my drinking for sure. So oh. for many years I was just in this kind of mired and I couldn't get ahead. And I was always having chaos in my life. Repo man coming to the door. But um, let's see, where was I? Where does Mike come in? So I was in the media for many years and then I got sober in 2003. I I had an amazing um, experience with God. I'd actually been trying to quit for a while, but my father passed away from liver failure in late 2002. And then after that, I kind of went off the rails and eventually did come to Jesus and surrender the following summer of 2003 um, and I I asked God to remove my addiction and he did and I just pledged to do whatever I could to serve him and follow him and I felt like he was telling me I want you to be an addiction counselor. So I went back to school to the, to get the addiction counseling license and had been working in treatment centers for about 13 years and that's kind of where Mike Lindell came into the story in about 2017. So around that time, I'm deep in having worked in like the the centers you describe where they're secular centers and not that it was all bad. I mean, we did see some success stories and there were good things that happened. But I was starting to get very discouraged and beaten down by the number of repeat people I'd see coming back again and again, just people not being set free and coming back into the program. And I was begging God to help me find a way out, really. I mean, I was kind of whining and pleading and and complaining, really, <laughs> and asking God, you know, I don't know how long I can keep doing this. It's so It's too stressful. I want to help addicts, but I'm really having a hard time. So I'm actually in my prayer closet right now doing this call, and I'd be in this very closet just on my knees asking God to show me something else. And you know how we try to do things in our own power. Well, I thought maybe I'll be a realtor. I was looking at all these different things I maybe could explore to do, and none of that was working out. So, I just kept going to my job and praying, and just asking God to help me, and just to to focus on the people who really wanted wanted recovery, and and not the ones who were there because they were being forced. And during that time, I was at the Burnsville Mall. Burnsville is a suburb of the Twin Cities nearby where I lived, and I thought, you know, I passed by the My Pillow store, and for some reason. On that day, Mike Lindell's cutout really stood out to me, and I noticed him wearing the cross outside of his shirt. And he talks about that a lot. You know, people will, will point that out. And even when he came on our podcast the other day, he was talking about how people will make would call him in the middle of the night when he used to do be in the call center taking calls and they'd be like, Mike, you're just using your cross to try to get sales and stuff like that. And he's like, I've always worn my cross ever since I was a, even when I was a crack addict, I was wearing my cross, he would say. So for some reason that day, I just zeroed in on his cross. And I was like, why does he wear his cross? That's pretty cool. And I started searching up Mike Lindell and that, so I never knew his history with addiction or, or his story or anything. Like a lot of people, I just thought, Oh, he's the, my pillow guy. I didn't know this deep, phenomenal transformation, redemption story that he had. So I'm walking out of the mall, saying to my husband, "Did you know Mike Lindell was a crack addict?" And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know." You know, he was, he was just trying to get to the car. But in that moment, I became just obsessed with working for him. I just was like, "I want to work for this guy." I don't know how, I don't know why. I just, I felt like I want to do something for him. But it wasn't really working out at that time. I was looking for job opportunities and, and nothing was coming up. I, I, it seemed very hard to get into the company. And I'd later find out that he hires a lot of people he knows. Maybe it's someone who's struggled with addiction or has a criminal past that needs a job. He, he hires friends, family, just it's a very eclectic group of people, but I love it because I, I wouldn't fit in in corporate America. So I've later found out that, you know, it's just the perfect place for me. And, but it was hard to find avenues into the company in the traditional ways, like going on indeed or, you know, whatever job search sites. So long story short um, in 2018, there was an event here in the twin cities at us bank stadium and it was uh, called pulse. And it was kind of a revival for, young people. And Mike came there and told his story. And, and while I was there, I, again, was, it was just impressed on me and just keep pursuing this. So I finally decided I'm going to get a job at the pillow store because that seems to be the only way I'm going to get into this company. (laughs) And my husband was like, are you not, you're already telling me how stressed out you are with your job, but now you're going to get a second job. You know, he wasn't really supportive initially. So I applied for a job at the Burnsville Mall, which was a a two-day-a-week position. And uh, they called me right away. They're like, hey, we want you to come in for an interview. And after that, I started to really second-guess it. And I thought, this is dumb. This isn't going to work. And I almost called the council, but I really felt the Holy Spirit was telling me, I want you to go. I want you to follow through. You set up this interview. Go there and talk to the people. So my plan was to go in and tell them, you know, I'm really sorry for wasting your time, but this isn't going to work out. So I showed up and met with a woman who actually, her name is Michelle also, beautiful lady, wonderful. You know, I sat down with her and I said, hey, before we get started, I just have to tell you that I just decided this isn't going to work. And meanwhile, she's looking at my resume and she says, oh, you're an addiction counselor. I said, yeah, yeah, but I just don't think that the retail job is going to work right now. And she said, well, Mike is launching something to help addicts. I don't really know a lot about it, but, you know, I'll pass your stuff on. I don't know if anything will come of it, but, but I'll just, you know, give it to the people in charge. So I thought, fair enough. This is great. I never expected to hear from them, but about a week later I did. And subsequently they wanted me to come in and I met with some, um, I met with, some people at the corporate office, and they said, "Well, your next step would be to meet with Mike." And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, well, so I cleared the first hurdle, and I made it to this meeting with Mike Lindell. And I showed up there. I'm really nervous. My hands are sweating, and I'm still kind of in the. the well, you're like I a groupie. Know, That's why. You're like a roadie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I feel, exactly. I feel like you know, I'm a soccer. I'm, I'm like obsessed with this guy. I mean, not really, not not in a creepy way, but just like really. I, no, but in a good way. Actually, yeah. you no. Know, yeah, I've been showing his stuff to my clients at work, and they're thinking you're gonna go work for the My Pillow guy because he has a documentary about his life that I showed in the group, and I'm like, uh oh, this is this is getting to be more of a, you know, they're starting to think this is weird because you're, you know, you're not supposed to tell people you're pursuing another job when you're trying to leave your job, but
3: right. But yeah.
8: anyways, so the day came and I showed up at corporate and I waited for Mike and came in and he was on his phone and uh he was talking into his phone and then he got off the phone and he talked to me for like an hour about the Lindell recovery network. He laid out this vision. He drew on the whiteboard. He explained all the plans for it. And I was just listening with rapt attention, waiting for the interview, you know, and then after all of that, he looked at me and he said, well, I want to hire you. And I said, Oh, you do. I mean, don't you want to ask me anything or like do an interview (laughs) or ask me any questions? And he goes, no, I want to hire you. This is a divine appointment. I knew it was. Uh, you Do you know how many people try to get interviews here or try to, you know, he's like, I have hundreds of people, not to make it sound like he wasn't, he was being very humble, but he was saying, I just don't have time to meet with them all. And, but your name came up three times in the last week. So I know oh. this is a divine appointment. I'm hiring you. And I'm like, wow. And I, it's just, you know, I walked out of there feeling like, I don't know if this is real and it took a really long time to actually, you know, I kept thinking, I'm pinching myself. Really my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of crazy how it all took place. But in time, like God really arranged everything. And especially with this podcast coming on as well, he's continued to put the pieces in place for and, and to just build out the position. But Mike um, is amazing. And so I finally, you know, I've seen, looking back, I can see this started in, like, 2017. And then I started working there in November of 2018. So I've been, been with him going on three years now.
3: Well, that's a that's, great story. That's yeah. story of how I met Mike. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad that Mike is safe, right? Everyone, everyone, Mike was safe when she actually met him. You know, she didn't tell uh, he didn't go all yeah, groovy rodeo on us I mean, so everything a, was a okay job, right yeah no yeah. cops were called everything she behaved herself so that was good and it all turned out <laughs> yeah. it turned out okay everything turned out for the best amazing um you know that that's a little bit of uh, inspiration for people you know it's it's like you you took it uh uh you took something that you really wanted which when you think about it realistically you if you're trying to be practical you're like that's really uh, Pretty impossible, right? Because you're thinking this guy's on TV. This is, you know, he's kind of famous in Minnesota. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you really think about it that way, from a practical standpoint, you can't think of it from like, you know, manifesting and belief. Just think, you know, what like average people during the day that aren't seeing the bigger picture, right? Because they, they live in that little, that little closed minded world, which is okay. We're just trying to get them all to open up just a little bit. You know, we want their common sense caps on all day, but we also want them to think bigger picture, So you were manifesting it, but then somebody stepped in, like some big guy, like, oh, I don't know, big guy upstairs, Uh, and (laughs) it had a little bit of something to do with it. So I wanted to ask you about that. So you you said you got sober in 2003 because you asked God to remove, I guess, the addiction, if you want to call it, or or the... um, the you know like the, the the clinging to it like, what, what, when you can, yeah. you can tell me what words we need to use for that, but before that you weren't spiritual right you weren't religious you weren't somebody who prays all the time or even that had that kind of a belief that there was that powerful possibility, right? Um,
8: I think I was definitely missing the power. Um, I was you know God was always a idea or something discussed in my life. I mean, my parents brought us to church occasionally, taught us the Lord's prayer, stuff like that. But there wasn't any relationship. There wasn't any talk about the power that can happen when you invite a relationship with Jesus or the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life. So when I was nine, a lady in my neighborhood brought me to her church and they had a little altar call at the end. And I had never had anything like that when I was at my my church which was pretty reserved but i did accept jesus when i was nine but uh, but i you know my connection was weak my it wasn't nurtured by anyone around me or discipled or anything like that so i i easily fell into the influences of people around me and especially with my dad's alcoholism and you know things like that i i really wanted to bond and i bonded with alcohol i bonded with binge eating you know i the holy spirit was in me but but the connection was weak. So the pull of the world was very strong. But but God, looking back, I can see God's hand on me in so many ways. And just throughout my drinking, when I'm talking about being a mobile DJ, I mean, I used to drive drunk all the time. I oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I just yeah. did so many dangerous things. I really feel I should have died of an accident or an overdose, um, just the way that I drank so compulsively. And to just briefly summarize what, you know, I don't want to take too much time with this, but I had been trying to stop. When I was 26, I quit for a year and a half, but I had, and I got into God at that point. I mean, every time I'd get sober, I would be drawn to church, to getting into the Bible, to prayer. Um, So I always had that pull, but when I was polluting myself with alcohol, it would just drown out the Holy Spirit, it would drown out God's voice. I, I just, I couldn't hear it. But when I was sober for a year and a half, I, I really got into it, and then slowly I got back into thinking I could control it, and I I'd never really tried controlled drinking. So when I was uh, 28 or somewhere around there, I, I picked it back up again, and it was very quickly worse than before, just, just going into mm-hmm. worse uh, situations, more drunk driving, blackouts, and then my father died as i said and i feel like so after my dad died i said i'm done drinking but two months later i picked it up again and i just thought how is this ever going to stop i, I cuz i would be good or i you know i'd be sticking to it for a month i tried everything in my own power i went to aa i went to therapists i went to an outpatient treatment i had tried different things but i could never stop for good until i came to the last day i drank which was august 21st 2003 And I had been sober for 49 days, but it was real shaky. It was clawing my way through the day. It was no kind of freedom. And I was at the Minnesota State Fair uh, and I got blackout drunk, fell down the stairs at the grandstand. Um, But I came to the next morning and I, I was more devastated than I've ever been. I woke up in alcohol withdrawal, panic attack, and I had to walk the empty fairgrounds looking for my car. And I just I surrendered in that moment. I had a pastor who told me, you only meet God in three ways, in surrender, in desperation, and in eternity. And I had always been trying to kind of manage it in my own power. And I just asked God, I said, please remove this desire to drink from me. I, I can never drink again. I can't risk it. Because I, I knew it was going to lead to my death. I didn't know when. but And, you know, it was going to come through an accident or an overdose. I really believe that. So I asked God to remove it, and I'm telling you, and this is the similarity with Mike's story, is that he prayed that prayer too, and he prayed that God would remove his addiction, and that's what happened. And a lot of people in the world want to disagree with that and say, oh, that can't happen. Don't you still... You know, you're never relieved of it. You you still have the addiction. I'm telling you with all sincerity that, you know, I'm I'm almost 18 years sober now. And there hasn't been one day where I've thought drinking would be a good idea or I'm going to go back or I'm tempted or I'm craving. He lifted it off me. It's like a non-issue for me. So that's what happened. And but God is a big part of you know, he drives everything I do now. And part of it was developing that powerful relationship through being filled with the Holy Spirit. Because otherwise, you're just, it's just kind of just the rote prayers that I grew up with as a kid and that the religion and the behavior and the trying to be good enough, I realize I can't do anything without God. In John 15, it says, abide in me and I'll abide in you. I'm the vine and you are the branches. If I'm not abiding in him, I can't do anything. I mean, he's the one who gives me breath and life for each day. So I have to stay connected to him. And that's my focus every day.
3: Part of the reason why I brought that up because I wanted to just have you explained to people how you were living one way. And then when you decided to, like you said, surrender yourself and your life to God and Jesus, then uh, everything changed. And we have a lot of pastors that come on the show regularly. We have a lot of very strong uh, spiritual and Christian guests that, and they're business people. So they're talking business, but they've implemented that into their business and and, and just their, their conversations because it's so important to them because they've also noticed the huge change when they took that step. And what I always want to encourage people to on this whole, this whole platform is about taking action, right? We're talking, we give them tips, we give them takeaways, we give them all kinds of incredible content to give them the instruction to make a change, to do something better, to grow their business, enhance the quality of their lives and make a difference in their communities. So for someone who is, La not necessarily even in a situation like you were um what can they what how can they connect to Jesus and God in the way that you did um once they got on, finished listening to this show, so they they knew what to do because it you know maybe just saying god i i'm I, i'm you know you <laughs> if you've never done it before, I mean you've said a little prayers yeah. so you've never really did it where it was from your heart and your soul and you said. I need help or I need a change or I'm, I'm all in now. So what would, what would you yes. do? What's your advice to people? Because that's the hardest thing I think for most people is like, what do I do? They said, well, pray. And you're like, yeah, but I'm, I don't like really, you know, I don't remember how to do it the right way. I'm sure there's gotta be a way that I'm supposed to get his attention or yeah. it means something more than just words or asking because we're always right. asking for something, right? We only, like you said, when, when you're in desperation, cause you, you're asking God, God, you got to get me out of this. I swear to God, I'll never do it again. Or God, you gotta, you gotta help me or uh, you know, I, I, I gotta change things. Cause uh, you know, I'm running out of cash, can't pay my bills. So we always constantly asking the poor guy for, for something. So what, <laughs> oh. what can we do? What can we, I feel bad? You yeah, I know. I'm
5: constantly
8: asking. God, i will never
5: give it. I'm like, what?
8: A, yeah. Yeah. He's not a, a genie. He's not a magic genie. He's not an ATM. I mean, he's, Some of the things I had to do... Well, first of all, I got really desperate, like you said, and I became submissive. And I had always tried to do it in my own power. I always tried to control it, and I wasn't letting him run my life or take control. I would to a point, but not really. So, I mean, I think people... People have to pray and they have to believe in faith that God hears them, that God loves them. I mean, recently I was reminded of John 3:16, probably the most well-loved and known Bible verse. For God so loved the world, you know, he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Belief, it's not about your behavior. And that's what we're, we're kind of conditioned to believe, that we're bad, we need to repent. I mean, yes, we do need to repent, but it's not something we can do in our own power. Um, We have to ask and believe in faith that God can do this for us. He can do something supernatural, and he wants to. He loves us. Uh, So I would just encourage people to pray and, you know, ask Jesus to come into your life and believe that he's going to, and ask him to show you something, show you what to do. Sometimes that prayer is come and get me, God. I mean, we had this amazing woman on our podcast today who didn't know God until she was 23. I mean, she never knew him. And this man came to her place where she worked and just witnessed to her. I mean, God can find you in the darkest places and he wants to pull you out. It's becoming, you know, it's that, that willingness and that openness to Jesus, I want to receive you. I believe you're real. And you have to, you know, find time to be quiet with him too. Everything in the world competes for our attention. I mean, I think, getting still and quiet before God and letting him speak to you because he will, he does speak. He still speaks today and he wants to speak. I mean, can you imagine having a relationship with your spouse and never speaking, you know, never hearing from them or speaking to them? God really does sincerely desire to have a relationship with us. And the Bible says, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. So this involves us, you know, and I'm not saying it's about our behavior, but it's about, you know, putting down all of our, preconceived ideas and letting God take over and just saying, I want you to run my life. I'm done trying to run my life. Uh, uh, You know, show me, show me my next step. And sometimes that can be the simplest prayer is just show me an AA. I think they call it doing the next right thing. Show me the next step, open up the path before me. And then having faith and belief that he will do that. He is faithful to do it. The Bible is God's love letter to us. And a lot of us, you know, we spend more time in Facebook, and, I mean, I'm guilty too, more time in Facebook than we do in the good book. <laughs> so <laughs> getting into your Bible, it fuels you. It, it gives you power. I, I'm saying this is the truth. However you can do it to get yourself in, even if it's a chapter a day or one verse you meditate on, it, it gives you power and it gives you um armor i mean to to live in this dark world so my ideas for people would be to sincerely ask with an open heart to god for god to reveal himself to you and and believe that he will believe in faith because the devil and we can talk about spiritual warfare another time but he's going to give you thoughts and tell you it's bs and it's not real and god isn't going to help you and i mean all throughout my life and my childhood the the enemy was trying to take me out i mean and so we have two choices we can believe in jesus who came to give us abundant life or the devil who comes to steal kill and destroy there's two forces that work competing for us and but but god is stronger and i and, you know when we follow him we we have light and life and hope and faith so we just have, I think that's another thing to be aware of is that we live in a world, we live in the world that's ruled by the adversary. So we have to keep ourselves connected to, to the Lord and to um, bringing his will on here from heaven down here to the earth. And we can be vessels for that. So with what you do, Michelle, and what we're trying to do with our podcast is to bring light and life into this dark world. And each of us can be a vessel to do that.
3: Yeah, because we we all need to, we all kind of need to step up to the plate if we have the ability to to do that, right? We got to take that, uh, you know, like I say, take action items. But you know, we we um, we're at a point now without getting uh, too intense current events see this it, everything as i said earlier in the show you're going to hear mike lindell's name a lot because uh, we always yeah. talk about election fraud we always talk about election fraud we always talk about uh what's going on in this in this country and in every capacity there's no filter um and there's definitely no censorship so um he That's gets good. brought up a lot <laughs> and then of course you're yeah. coming on here and now we're talking about jesus and god and good and light and the battles of of that, and we mention yeah. that all the time that there's there is there is a huge battle between good and evil. Um, and you, you've got the, the extreme, and I, I kind of didn't want to do my normal, uh, and it doesn't I, well, let's say this because I Constantly encourage people to just be more aware that politics has infested every avenue of our lives. Right? They've taken over everything, and they've ruined so many different categories. So when I ask people to take a political action, it's really not a political action. Every day, it's a, it's a life action because all of all of the things that we are doing in our life is affected by these people that are making these bad bad decisions to destroy us. And and again, right. it, it it is all about. It's not. Oh, they're just bad people. Oh no 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 no. It's gone to the point where you're talking about pure evil. I mean, evil is running oh, through they're their they're... veins because of their decisions and and then the harm that they're doing, unnecessary harm in so many so many levels and so many layers. Um. You know. Uh, so I I don't want to I don't want to go down that road, but I I just wanted to address the the, the good and evil yeah. and the light and the dark because it is again, it's something that you're seeing every single day but the um and of course like you know we throw in an election frog you know mike lindell's the king of, of uh yeah. absolute of absolute everything when it comes to that um and i encourage people yeah. to if you haven't watched any of his videos that he's done absolute proof absolute interference and of course the new one that's coming out it's going to just be icing on the cake that's brilliant you can go to our our website everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. you click on the take action tab if you look at that must watch video page are listed on there. And of course, you can always go to Frank's speech and watch some incredible content. And I highly encourage you to do that because that will... Oh, and don't forget, I have a huge uh, election uh, fraud page on there, too. So you get loaded up with facts. Uh, and He's just one of many who are revealing that information. So I just wanted to put that real reminder. Oh, well, that's amazing. You that talk about it every episode. I'm
8: glad you're putting that out there. I'm, I'm so proud of Mike. He's He's, he has such boldness and courage. He really models, you know, he's helped me grow in a lot of ways just in the short time I've been with him. And I remember watching an interview where he talks about going all in. I mean, you have to get bold. You have to, you know, you can't hide who you are or what you believe and, you know, mm-hmm. fear, be fearful of losing friends or whatever. You know, the only thing you should have is the fear of God. He always does that. And he's, He's really helped me in so many ways, personally, and just as an employer. I mean, when I see people coming against him, I just think I wish people could see how he is with people, with his employees, and how much he cares, and how big his heart is. I mean, how you would never think he's doing this for any reason other than he loves our country and he loves addicts. He he really has a heart for the underdog and the person that you know, like who wants to addicts and people in prison and stuff like that are are, you know they're seen as like throwaway people and mike invites Bunny, and so we just had a guy on our show last week who who was a meth addict and he had relapsed many times he had you know mike had helped him so many times and and he gave him another chance i mean he gave him like five chances and i just have never met anyone like him who treats his employees the way he does in fact when the pandemic started lindell recovery network i was really worried about what was going to happen with my job i i was like "Uh uh-oh um you know i don't know what's going to happen because we weren't even sure if the factory would stay open and mike had shifted to mask production
4: Mm -hmm. so
8: i said i called him one day and i said mike you know i'm kind of worried the lindell recovery network has slowed down and he's like what do you mean slowed down it's kind of ground to a halt now and i he said i'm really trying to find something for you to do i want to keep you on and he um so I started doing customer service from home for about four months and it was such a blessing. I mean, he, he did, he didn't, I thought he just cut me loose really. I thought I'm not one of the people that's been around forever. I'm not one of your friends or family. And now, you know, I feel like I've been grafted into Mike's family and he really did everything he could to keep me. And then eventually Lindell recovery network picked up again and we, it's had so many attacks and just, we've prayed over it. And I believe God, you know, God has brought it to fruition. I mean, it's still growing, but he's brought Mike's vision to life as well as the hope report, which was an idea Mike had when I first met him, he would talk about this good news show he wanted to have. And so all of this, I, I, you know, I just look at, and I'm, I'm in awe of what God has done, how he has arranged all of this in spite of the enemy and, and what trying to take it down. So It's a great thing, lindellrecoverynetwork.org. We have hundreds of videos, um, testimonials. You can go to the landing page. You'll see videos from Mike kind of explaining the website. But you can go on there and type in your age and your addiction, and it will populate matches for you. This came from something that actually happened in Mike's life where he was addicted to crack. You know, in the early 2000s, he went from powder cocaine to crack. And his friend who had gotten sober came to him one day, and he... Mike's like, Dick, what are you doing here? And he said, well, the Lord sent me. You know, what's going on? And Mike's like, well, is it boring? You know, he just drilled him with questions because he wanted to know. You're, you you were like me. You were my equal in every way, and you got sober. So he had this idea of having hope matches, and I've never seen anything like it. And like I said, I've been in the treatment world a long time, and usually people don't want to hear about what people didn't like about being addicted. They'll say, no, we want to hear the, the transformation, and the we want to hear the, the positive parts. But Mike wanted to reach people first at their point of brokenness. And when I was blackout drinking, I didn't think there were women like me that were going out at night and not remembering anything the next day. I mean, if I would have met a woman like me that told me that, I would have been very, very hopeful Like, wow, you got out of that? You were the same as me? So that's how it's designed on the landing page, where it's just people talking about what they didn't like about their addiction. And then when you get inside the site, you see their full testimony, how they were restored, how they came to Jesus, you know, whatever, if they want to talk about their treatment program, they went to the restoration story. But initially, we're not trying to assume that people know Jesus or God or that they even have any interest in religion. You know, we're trying to connect them to the person through the point of brokenness and saying, Hey, I get you. I see you. I've been there. So Mike had this idea of just kind of piquing people's curiosity and getting them, you know, into the site, through the side door, kind of, instead of hitting them over the head with a Bible and saying, you need to accept Jesus. It's about (laughs) encouraging them, you know, and getting them in. And then we have the full testimonies inside. We also have an amazing program called operation restored warrior. It's a program I went through, Mike went through, And we just believe in it. It's got 100% success rate for the veterans who have gone through it, and now it's available to anybody. I mean, you don't have to be a veteran to go through it. All the content is on the website. Mike's made it free for people. So you just you watch the featured testimonial, which will give you an access code, and then you can get inside and view the content as well as uh, we have PDFs on there that that connect to basically every issue you can think of, like – Anxiety, depression, divorce. They're biblical PDFs. And so we have content on there too that people can read. And we'll be expanding more features. We're going to have an online store, which we don't have yet. Right now people can read the PDFs in the online reader or in the PDF reader. We'll, we're, we're going to be having a whole store with books and resources and things if people want to purchase things. But right now everything's free. And that's what's so awesome is the world will tell you. And I love it when Mike says this, addiction is a disease. You need to go to spend $40,000, mm-hmm. get, get treatment, and then you come out and relapse two weeks later. I mean, I used to work with those people all the time. They came from high-end treatment centers, I won't mention names, but they'd come to my outpatient program, and they weren't any better off than anyone else. I mean, some of them did well, but probably... 60 70 relapsed in the outpatient program i mean they weren't getting heart restoration that's what we want to give people with the lindell recovery network is encounter an encounter with jesus with the holy spirit who can change you who can make your life you know the old has passed away the new has come that's what we want to do is restore people through jesus and that's what it's designed to do not put a band-aid on your problem and spin you dry and come back in a few months
3: Well, and that's why it works. That's why your success rate is so high because you're showing the people that have a problem, right, addiction of some sort. And that's just not alcohol or drugs. I mean, it could be gambling. It could be uh, a whole list of possibilities of things that people are doing. But once you're showing them this different way of doing it, unlike any of the other um, treatment centers or programs, you're really focusing on... As you said, uh, you know heart restoration, and bringing them and bringing faith and God and Jesus into it, well, you know, a sneaky back door the, the way you were saying, instead of hitting them over the head with the Bible. But that is <laughs> the, that's yeah. that's that's the missing puzzle piece, and 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 I, I just wanted to I want to point that out because I've had this conversation about different categories. Uh, this is obviously the first time we've discussed addiction on this platform, but. We've talked about um, people that have different shows and we've had them on here or we've talked about businesses or we've talked about different methods. And each time it comes up that the missing puzzle piece that really worked for everybody, in their, just in their business or just the way they're delivering information or their nonprofit, is when they, they brought faith into, into it or into themselves and they, they had a closer relationship with you I know mean, whether you want to say god or jesus it's, it's they're interchangeable so whichever one people use that's when the light bulb went on and everything changed and it's so it's just not addiction it's everything else it, it, and it and, and it keeps coming up it literally it keeps coming up at least once a week sometimes twice a week i have the same like all of a sudden the little light bulb just clicked on again and i went all right so am i getting the message like is this is this my sign that i gotta step up to the plate a little more too but it really, oh, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating that people are sharing these stories. Uh, and again, it's, it's not, it's just even a regular business conversation. And that's what they said. That's what happened. So I want people to just open their mind a little bit and uh, think about it just in your own life. Even if you don't have an addiction problem, you gotta—you you, got you to gotta think about what we're discussing here. Just take the addiction portion out and put yourself yeah. in put whatever category you want in there and everything that that melissa has shared is really applicable to many things in your life that that's the you're big right, picture i mean because everyone that's a big yeah, deal
5: i'm
8: sorry sorry
3: no no no, no yeah you're
5: up.
8: and many people have you know different strongholds that hold them back like you said it might not be addiction but it could be insecurity or anxiety or Um, you know, divorce or something you've gone through. And we have those stories on the platform, too, where people, they've overcome something in their life. I think most of us are overcomers. You know, maybe we haven't told our story yet, but we have something that we've been delivered of. And that's what we want to showcase is that you you can come out of all different things. And when you put your life in God's hands, it's so amazing. I mean, he has such a so much better plan than we could try to manufacture for ourselves. You know, the things that when we surrender to him and we trust him, that's the thing I come back to again and again. Sometimes my simple prayer is just, I trust you, Jesus, because I may not understand what he's doing. I may be thinking what is this, this isn't what I thought, or wrestling. But if I trust him, he always comes through. And when people ask me how do you believe or why, I mean, one of the things I can say is that he's come through for me again and again and again. He has never failed me once.
3: Wow, that says a lot. This says a lot coming from somebody with the stories that you've shared prior to how your life changed in 2003 when you decided to – to make that huge change. So um, yeah. for anyone that's listening, what would you suggest would be whether they addic- have an addiction issue or not? Right. Um, Cause I want to, I always want to try to open it up for a broader audience to really understand that ev- almost every topic that we share on here can be applied to each, to, to somebody, to each person. Um, or it, it, this is something for somebody who has got a, even a friend or family member who has an addiction problem of some sort and you want to kind of ease into a, this new spiritual awakening, let's call it that. And he said, read a chapter in in the Bible a day, which is what pastor Dave Scarlett recommended when he was on the show. And so did pastor Greg Young. Where, which one would you start with? Where do we start, Melissa? Where, where should we start? Which was
0: a great question.
8: I hear my pastor the other night on Wednesday night he talked
3: about how he sometimes
8: just reads a chapter. He goes, some of us want to just speed read through the Bible, but you know, just to you know check it off our list. But we're not absorbing anything. We're maybe not meditating on it, letting it soak in. So I often hear, um, you know, it's suggested that people start in the Book of John. I mean, it's a great gospel about. Jesus's ministry about I mean he ma- it makes Jesus real to people, I think, and the miracles that he performed and it's just a really heartfelt I think narrative that John who calls himself the the disciple who Jesus loved, which is a little funny because it's like you know he thinks he was the favorite I guess and um, <laughs> so you go in and you read his chronicles about Jesus and um I think a lot you know starting in John is a good a good avenue to take. I've heard a lot of people watching the the series, The Chosen, too. I mean, people are talking about it in church, about how it helped Jesus come alive for them as a friend, as a confidant, as, you know, a real, a real force, because that's one of the hardest things for people, I think, is to grasp on to, uh, he's a real presence. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. He's right there next to you. He's as close as your breath. And I would really encourage people to get quiet, um, to get take the first part of your day and give it to God. And that doesn't mean get into a bunch of rituals and then beat yourself up if you fail. But I mean, get up and say, you know, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for my breath. Just start praising Him and thanking Him. And you don't have to, you know, most of the time when people pray, they think, oh, I got to repent for stuff or else I'm asking for things, like he said. But try to spend time just thanking Him, being grateful, and you know just thanking him for his presence. And I think that gratitude just spills over into all areas of our life. So more gratitude, time with him, prioritizing time. I think he really blesses us for that. When we set aside time, even if it's five minutes to sit alone and listen to his voice. So um, getting in the Bible, let's see what else. Quiet time with him. A lot of people talk about journaling. I'm a big writer and a big journaler. I'm reading a book right now called um, Hearing the Voice of God. I think that's the name of the title. It talks about interactive journaling and how you can sit in stillness, ask God, you know, what would you like me to, what do you want me to hear from you today, Lord? And then you just kind of start writing and listening for him. These are usually spontaneous thoughts. But this is probably a bigger discussion because the enemy will talk to you in a mocking tone and your own self-talk will talk, but God is a still still small voice and it takes a while for you know most people to recognize that voice it's not like an audible voice for most people but it's an impression on the spirit or in the heart or um you know you you just the the bible says the sheep know know the sound of my voice so the more time we spend with him it's like any relationship we can't just expect it to be fantastic right off the bat you know we spend time in communion with him and that's why he created us to be in relationship with him so Giving him that priority in your day, I think, really sets the tone for your day.
3: And for all of our practical listeners who are, you know, I've got a business (laughs) oriented, uh, that would be your take action item that you can put on your list. So uh, when you're making your to do list in the morning, you can get up and say, thank you, Lord, for this day and and be a little grateful. So you could go ahead and add that to your list of things that you want to do. So we just want to bring it down to the practical people so they can participate too, Melissa. So we want to bring everybody, we want yes. to bring everybody around.
8: Yeah, I, love I love that. And I heard your guest that was on before me and she was talking about getting outside in nature. And I, I totally agree with that, that God often meets you meets you in those moments, you know, when you're in the woods, when you're outside in the fresh air, when you're in silence and stillness. And so many times he's just put impressions on me, whether it's like a person I need to call or pray for, or in fact, I've had this friend I've been praying for for months. I know she's going through a hard time. Her husband passed away last summer really unexpectedly. And Mm. she had told me how she's been abusing alcohol. And I don't think she's an alcoholic, but, you know, kind of drinking to cope and she. She uh, texted me this morning and said, Melissa, I watched the podcast with Mike Lindell, and I want to let you know that I I quit drinking a week ago, and I gave everything over to Jesus. And I'm like, oh, my oh. gosh. And <laughs> I mean, I, oh, my gosh. It's the power of prayer cannot can be underestimated. And we often think maybe God's not hearing or he's not responding, but all in his timing. So I've been praying that prayer probably since last June, and um, it was just amazing to hear that.
3: Yeah, that's that's great for her, and especially you. uh, You probably put in so much effort and work, asking for help on that one. He just went, oh, she finally, she finally did it. Who knew she had it in her? So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of good too. You're like, oh good, check that off your list. There, you're like, whew, that one's done. Let me focus on these five hundred other ones.
8: Yeah, our pastor tells us we should have three people that we're praying for. Um, and when one of them gets answered, we add, you know, you don't need to pray for a million people at once, but you've got three. And then when one prayer gets answered, you add another person
3: to the list. And so I guess I can take her off.
9: <laughs> I can take her off my list now. And i got an open slot.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh, you, you, you can put my name in there. Put my name, put Michelle you know, on the list. You could put my name. Slip so me will. in that open spot. So if you've got a little opening, I will... Uh... I'm not going to apply for the position. I'm just going to insert myself into. It. So there we go. Uh, yeah, you, you, got we you got it. We don't have time. We don't have time to apply. I'm just going to get absorbed into the process right there. Um, we're at about 155. I know you said you're going to give me about an hour, so we are cutting it close on on infringing on your time. But um, oh, this is okay. So we got a little we got a little we got a little, uh, little wiggle room here, everybody. Um, what I wanted to just make, I don't know, not necessarily make clear to the audience, but you know, if you, if you've got any, any, any issues uh, or you have family and friends that do, and you're, you're debating on whether to have that conversation about, Hey, you know, this is getting a little bit uh, out of hand, or, you know, maybe we should consider doing something, you know, like I always love to have these interventions, you know, like when they sabotage people and, you know, you walk into the house or a room, and all of a sudden they're all sitting there in a circle, and you're like, "Oh gosh, here we go." Uh, I, I knew this was coming. Yeah. But before before you do any, you know, before you do that, then you decide, okay, where are we going to, you know, let's who's going to who's in charge of the research? Where are we going to do them? And of course, your only thing that you know about is all these other, let's just say, traditional types of places where they're extremely expensive. Um, even the ones that aren't in miles are like promises or the one that's up here uh, in Northern uh, Arizona, which a lot of famous people go to. Uh, I can't remember the name, but it's, they're, they're, all these things are expensive, but think about who is behind the information behind the organization, behind the group. And would you rather yeah. have one of your friends or your family or your loved ones entrusted in something so personal and so intimate and so important to somebody who is just concerned about kind of getting you in and out and spending a whole bunch of money, um, kind of knowing that you're going to come back so then they get to charge you again? Or do you want to work with somebody who you just listened to for an hour, share their personal stories, and, and, and someone who's sincere, who's walking the walk, not just talking the talk? And then, of course, you've got Mike Lindell. And, um, not only is, is Melissa shared some in stories about him, I mean, he's very transparent on every interview that he's ever done. And there's, Oh, at this point, there's probably millions of interviews you can go find. And it's the same person. It's yeah. consistent. So, I mean, you know, when, when you're deciding, uh, what direction either to do personally or, uh, the, the person that you're working with, um, you might want to start here and then because you, uh, uh, I believe, Melissa, you said that the uh, all the programs and the services, they're free. Is that right? Did you say free? I heard free. Yes, yeah, so everything yeah. on the
8: platform is free. We do have a searchable database for Christian treatment centers, and those are mainly low, free or low cost. Some of them do have a cost, but it's very small compared to, you know, most of them are like $1,500 or less, you know, compared to the high-end rehabs. And their Salvation Army, Adult and Teen Challenge, and Gospel Rescue Missions are discipleship programs. So they're biblical treatments. And we really investigated those rigorously to make sure, you know, sometimes things will call themselves faith-based, but it's not really biblical or it's offering different pathways and, and even Mike won't even allow something with yoga. I mean, he, he is very strict about the the programs that we partner with. And I, again, I'm not going to get in a yoga discussion. I, we kind of, I don't think it's all bad, you know, if you're stretching, but, but, you know, if you are doing transcendental meditation or things like that, you know, those are programs Mike would, would not want to partner with. But um, to your point earlier, I was going to mention that I think people When you're looking for help when someone's addicted, I think you need to really look at what the person is willing to do. So that's usually, and I'm not saying you have to hit bottom and be horrible, you know, horribly addicted before you can get help, because I have seen people come into my program who, you know, the program I used to work at, who they didn't want to be there, or they were court mandated, but somewhere along the way, they started to loosen up, they started to... Often and take a look at their issues seriously but I think research would show us that people who are actively engaged in their treatment have a much better outcome and early engagement is the strongest predictor to to um, outcome so if someone is forced you know they may they may struggle they may have a difficult time but I think collaborating with them in the process is one of the most helpful things to do like if you're going to approach your family member you know and you're like hey I'm concerned about you. You know, how do you how do you see it? What what are you willing to do? And that's kind of how Mike sees the Lindell Recovery Mm. Network. You know, that people come on there and maybe they're going to be set free by watching the videos. I mean, they're very powerful. They a lot of them will probably be set free by doing the online operation restored warrior course, me being a treatment counselor. I know that some people are going to need stabilization and they're going to need a time in a structured setting so that, you know, being at home doing it online may not work for them. In which case we would really encourage them to um, go to a faith-based center that or a Christian center that we've vetted. And like Mike compares it to my pillow, you know, it's funny because he says people that don't buy the pillow, they wake up with the same problem they had the night before, you know, their neck is sore they didn't sleep well and it's it's kind of the the same thing with addicts they can say no i'm good i don't need this i'll just go to aa meetings and they keep drinking or they keep whatever you know and so they're going to come back so when Mike was a crack addict, he would go to this website called the Devil's Candy and he would just he'd be on it high as a kite in the middle of the night reading all the information because part of him really wanted help. And I used to do that too. I'd be blackout drunk calling AA hotlines and saying, "I have a problem. I want to stop." You know? So in a way, we we wanted help but we weren't quite ready and people, you know, Pray, I, I pray to God that people don't die before they find that help. But I know how it is for desperate family members when they're worried that their their person is going to die. And, um, you know, it's, it's a sad reality that we can't really force anybody to get sober or go to treatment unless we have them committed, which is a long and difficult process. But, but collaborating with them and seeing what they're willing to do is always a good first step and just, you know, helping them, with whatever they're willing to do and then usually it grows from there when they start seeing when they like my friend who's been sober a week, you know, she's like, I feel so good. I haven't you know, it's been so long since I had a day where I didn't wake up feeling hung over, feeling like crap. You start to build that life and recovery and you don't want to lose it. You you just you feel really good. You you start to experience what life is like without without chemicals and without all the repercussions that come with
3: being hungover oh. or the cleanup yeah. mess the next day when you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. You look at the phone and you're like, who did I call? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow,
8: the dread and the regret.
3: Yeah. And I could put my janitor cap on. I got a lot of cleaning up to do today. You know, once, <laughs> once the headache stops or <laughs> all the rest of the thing. But again, it it is it, it, This alcohol is just one of the most common ones, but there's many, many other addictions that people have from, uh, that you guys do deal with for treatments, right? You've got gambling, you've got drugs, you've got, uh, sexual desires Fact. or porn. Yeah, so there's a, there's a yep. por- yeah, porn's a huge one. Actually, we have a, yes. well, one of our partners is, uh, deals with that and is coaching a lot because he had a huge porn addiction for like 20 years, had no idea and learned about all oh, wow. how, how, how big that is. That is a huge problem for people. And it's this. it is completely this disability Dis- disabling, disabilitating, disability. It, yeah, it, it really ruins so many other things in your life because it's just a, it's a different thing. It's not something where you're just popping a pill or doing the drugs or, or you know drinking alcohol. It it, it it really affects your brain and your emotions at a whole different level. But yes, yeah. um, what I did like what you said, and I think this is important for people. I'm looking over at where 203, a uh, uh, few more minutes and then I'll, I'll let you go back to, to helping all these people. I feel like I'm, 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 I'm not allowing you to heal and help people. So, oh then no, again, this is great. <laughs> well, you're actually, everyone that's listening is getting some healing and help. And of course you're, uh, you're helping and healing me at the same time. So um, oh. what I wanted to say was, and you made a great point. You don't have to get to rock bottom in order to, explore some avid different and different ways of getting help. And you don't necessarily need to call yourself an addict. Like you said, your friend, you didn't think she's really, you wouldn't call her an alcoholic. It's just, uh, it needs to be cut down or, you know, eliminated altogether. So you don't have, don't, you know, maybe there's some people that uh, are like, yeah, it's a little too often, but I know that I don't have a problem where I'm going to show up at an AA meeting. So I'm just not going to do that. So, you know, right. You can, you can, you know, these are all pro be be proactive, right? That's what we talk about. We want to be proactive and all you're doing is, is you're bettering your life. If anything, um, and we're just using an example for the alcohol because it's the most common. If anything, uh, you're going to get healthier, right? So you, uh, you, you, you're going to feel better and guess what, then what's going to happen is you're going to look better and you probably lose a little weight and you're going to be more productive. You're going to sleep better. And then uh, you're going to be more productive at work, probably start making some more money. And then you won't be spending as much money on the alcohol or not being as productive. And so right. maybe man, it's not, and I'm not saying anybody, you know, that you're addicted to it and I'm not saying that you're an alcoholic, but right. look what just happened. Your, your life just changed. And maybe all it takes is watching a couple of these videos or, uh, that they have as part of this. Cause again, it's free. Everybody's free. So, uh, Maybe you know. Maybe, maybe your issue isn't that extreme, but maybe this is just what you needed to hear to say, ah, you know what? I think it's about time that uh, I leave that in the past, and I need to look in this new direction because it's going to change all the other things in my life. You think? What do you think about that idea, Melissa? So we can have a bigger. Oh, no, you're. you're- Thank You're your right. Group.
8: You're so right. I think we're going to reach a lot of people who are people that are never going to go to treatment. That's another issue with treatment. A lot of people have substance use disorder problems or they would qualify for diagnosis with that. But only a small percentage ever go to treatment. Um, it's under 20%, something like 15 to 20%. So there are a lot of people we're not reaching who are struggling with these problems. And for various reasons, maybe they, they don't have the money or, or they're ashamed of it or they don't have the time. They, you know, different barriers. They can't, they don't have anywhere to send their kids or who knows. But this is another way for us to engage people, especially during the pandemic. I mean, no one was really going to treatment; they were doing virtual stuff. Everything was shut down as far like inpatient treatment, and we're also able to reach people who are waiting to get into treatment. That's a big problem here in Minnesota and other states too, where maybe you're ready to go, but you don't have a bed available. You got to wait two to three weeks to get a an open bed. Well, this gives people a way, like a safety net, a hope, a re, hub of hope resource where they can go maybe while they're waiting for treatment. So I think it's going to catch a lot of people who haven't engaged in treatment for various problems. And like you said, binge drinking, it's a big thing. Maybe they're not addicts, they're not off the rails, but we've got hundreds of videos just from people who binge drink. I mean, I was one of them. I was a very problematic binge drinker because of the blackouts. But you go on there and you type in your age and you select binge drinking, you're going to populate matches like you. And maybe those people are going to say something that you really relate to and then you can see how they were restored. And, you know, if you, if you, I mean, I've tried controlled drinking. It doesn't work for me, but some people can do it. Some people, they stop the controlled craziness. drinking. Like, well, yeah. well, like you know, say, okay, I'm going to only have water? two.
3: You say, I'm going to only have two. Were well, able it. to set limits? Yeah. Like I could never do that, but some people <laughs> yeah, do that. I could never do that. Oh my goodness. The no. reason why I laugh when you, you say certain things is just because. I just, after talking to you through, when we were communicating through email and then seeing your picture, um, I just, it's hard to get my arms around that. You were like just like a raging partier at one point. <laughs> you don't
9: come across that way.
3: <laughs> and I could just, you know, partying. back in the day, you probably were a lot of fun. <laughs> like, you're like, that's the, that's the chick I want to hang out with because she's totally a cool partier. Oh, you know, remember back I when we were in our 20s, that. right?
8: It was fun for a while, but the problem was it always turned on me. I mean, it started yeah. out fun, but then it would be blacking out, not knowing how I got home or waking up somewhere. I don't know how I got here. So the shame and the the horror of the next morning just overshadowed anything fun about it. And, I mean, I did, I tried to make that balance work. I tried to find different ways. But for me and for, I think, some of us, when you start drinking, it's almost like it produces this compulsion where, I would want to keep doing it. And I do that with other things too, you know, like food and other stuff, you know, that I'm prone to do that with just like the compulsivity. And who knows, could I socially drink now after 18 years? Maybe, but I'm not willing to risk it. You know, it's not worth it to me to dismantle everything God's blessed me with in order to have a couple drinks. I mean, my husband drinks socially. I don't care. He can have beer in the house. It has no lure for me. It's it's just not worth the risk I would have to take to, um, you know, experiment with alcohol again.
3: Yeah. You don't want to go down, down that dark path for sure. But the other thing too is, you know, the stories that you're sharing me and what you've gone through make you the ideal person to be in this position because there really oh, isn't anything you. that, well, there isn't any story that can out probably trump some of the stuff that you've personally gone through. Cause you're like, all right, you call that addiction? <laughs> you want to hear addiction? You want to, you want to hear a good story? So it's and, and so that way you can help more people because you can relate. But then you're not in a. I mean, your personality isn't one where you are uh, the end all be all knowing person where you're making people feel guilty or bad because they're in a situation that and you're making them uh, feel less than or less worthy because you've been sober for 18 years and you know you know you know more than them they don't feel that you don't get that with you you're you make it relatable but you also you're cool about it like you're telling these stories as opposed to somebody who's reprimanding you and you're getting in trouble like right that's you don't always want to feel like oh god i feel like i'm in school i'm getting yelled at again by the teacher because i didn't do my homework and when you have your type of personality um it makes for a total different relationship with the people that are in this program, and the you know, and, and the way that you're, and other people that you're working with, it changes the dynamic, and I think that's why another reason why it's so successful, um, because well, because of your personality.
8: Thank you. I think that's why Mike and I click so well. It's so funny. I'm I'm some redneck girl from northern minnesota you know and it's like only god would orchestrate <laughs> something like this but i have so much in common with the my pillow guy like you know i always thought counselors were annoying not and i mean i'm a counselor myself but i would.
5: No, but they, they, are, like, they are they are no they are you're, but,
3: you're right there it's like you don't want to hear another person telling you you suck okay i get it i, yes. I, I these are things i should not be doing i don't need to be reminded because you're so smart and and you got know 45 that. degrees know with all these bad. letters after your name <laughs> blah 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 yeah exactly, whatever exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. And that you know, was the right. that Mike had too, was I don't want
8: someone who hasn't been there telling me what to do or telling me how bad I am and how, how I should be ashamed. And that was his experience of treatment in the eighties. Hopefully it's better now, but, but I had so many similarities with the way my addiction was lifted and, and just my, my feelings about, you know, I never thought I was an alcoholic and they kept telling me to say that. And i but once I was set free, I was set free. I didn't think I had to continue being tethered to this label. I'm an alcoholic and that's what I, you know, that's why I didn't really fit in with AA, which is a great fellowship for people. And you know, it helps a lot of people, but I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to say that. And, and I just felt forced to. And when I met Mike, you know, he felt the same way. He 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 is, he didn't believe in that, in like attaching those labels to yourself. So in a lot of ways, I think I do I do relate to people. I have the you know the counseling background, but more than that, I I really feel for people and and have empathy for you know when you struggle or you fall back into it or you know how that can happen when you're navigating your way out of addiction
3: well you, you you pegged it right there when you said the labeling, and that's that is a huge I mean that's for anything that you're doing in your life you, you always they, they love the, the traditional world right and not just their the treatments it almost goes back to what we always talk about the science of propaganda which you know this political propaganda pandemic that we're that we were put into that was all based on fear and bad and and, and statistics that were totally uh, manipulated. So that they, they uh, yeah. we ended up where we are now, right? And all of a sudden, all this sort of stuff's starting to leak out. Well, most of us knew about it months and months and months and months ago. But God forbid that, you know, everything yep. else has been censored and hidden so that we're supposed to be scared and all these bad things. And then, and then, and then literally none of it's true. So, um, but they, you know, they want to compartmentalize people. They want to segregate people. They want to label people. So if you did have an alcohol problem, then you're always going to be labeled an alcoholic. And that's, that is, you you just nailed it. You just nailed it, Melissa. That is the thing. And and it relates to so much because just because you had an issue like that once and then it's no longer there. You don't, you don't want to be labeled. It's the science of propaganda, where you're actually that's what they're doing. You're contr- you're controlling people. You're labeling them, you're separating them, and you, and then if you could change that, if you could remove that label from anything that you have in your life, because that's what you say. Like when old people, old people, older people have an ailment, that's how they identify themselves. They're like you know yes. me and my di- you know my my diabetes or you know like whatever. That's, they constantly are. That's what they become. Their disease. They become their illness. And they become exactly. their their issue that they've been branded and labeled. And that, that doesn't work. I mean, you could literally change that immediately because everything comes from our mind, right? Everything is what we want it to be and we can create it. Right. From God and from manifesting. If you want to use the word manifest, if yeah. you want to use law of attraction. You could use whatever words you want, it doesn't matter. It's just getting that energy, getting that feeling and repositioning the way you're thinking. That's where fear comes from. Remember, fear is not, it's not even real. We've made it all up in our heads. Right? Just like just like a hangover. We created it on our own. We knew what was going to happen. We knew what it was going to be. Cause we knew, well, like, here we go. It's the self-inflicted wound. But if you could just change that and remove those labels, because those labels aren't real either. Just because somebody said it, what the hell with them? Who are they? They're not paying my bills, right? So then they don't get, <laughs> you're not the boss of me. Yeah. You're not paying my bills, no, right? I, it's like when I'm playing golf with yeah. somebody. And they said, Michelle, you can't move that ball. I said, "Uh, yeah, I can. Are you paying my green fees? Mm -hmm. No. Well, then I'll move the ball over because I'm not going to hit this tree. (laughs) Uh, If you were paying for that, then then you could go ahead and tell me that I have to not move that ball. That's okay, but that's different. So I think that is an amazing point where you're talking about the, the ideology and the thought press that you have and Mike has is you don't need to be labeled whether you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever it is, or, you know, a diabetic, take the yeah. labels off people. That's the key. That's it. Because then you can, yeah. then you could be whoever you really need to and don't label it anyway or just say I'm an awesome person.
0: That's it. Let's, yes. Melissa, you nailed I know.
8: it. I love that you said that because I have people in my life like that, that everything is about their ailments and it's a real drag talking to them and I You know, you become, you morph into all those problems when
3: you focus on them so much. Yeah. And it could be a bad trait. It could be a whatever. It doesn't necessarily matter. Oh, you know, like, this, oh, and I'm an insomniac. Well, yeah, you keep seeing that. You're going to, well, they probably don't have a my pillow, and they don't have the Giza sheets. That's probably <laughs> part of the problem, which I do have the Giza sheets. We did the buy one, get one. I was the get one. The oh. roommate was the buy one. And I could tell you right now, anyone that's listening, um, I when I first put them on, like I think it was two months ago, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I've had a lot of sheets. I've had a lot of sheets. I spent a lot of money on years ago. And these things are incredibly yeah. comfortable. And then I did a test because I forgot to put the old when I did the sheets. I forgot to put them in the dryer, so I had to grab the old sheets and I put them on, which were very expensive, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and I said, "Oh my god, these are these are these are junk compared to mics and mics were a fraction of the cost." So that's my plug that's awesome. for. Um, for uh my pillow and the Giza sheets and I'm waiting on our code, our special code, but in the meantime anybody go to mypillow.com and plug in Mike and you'll get your buy one get one, you'll get uh the new slippers, they're having a price discounts on now and you can always get up to 66% off on uh on many of the products. So I encourage everybody and we try to remind people to go there uh often. And uh, spend some money on Mike so you can help. Guess what Guess what? Guess what? Mike Lindell does with the money yeah. he makes from that?
9: He puts it into the Lindell Recovery Network.
3: Yes, he does. People it, because it's, it's completely
9: free.
8: By him, it's free. I mean, he spent millions, you know, just to put his own money in there to help people with addictions. The Operation Restore Warrior program, all the video production, beautifully shot. I think out in Colorado and Lake Tahoe. Um, He wanted it to be he actually uh, the founder of that heard was kind of worried about will the videos work You know will it work through video because he's used to doing this in-person Course with people and he prayed about that and God showed him absolutely Yes, and many people have been delivered by watching that video content So I would highly encourage anyone go check it out. It's it's on the Lindell recovery network So just quickly if you go on there, you're going to see the landing page if you you'll sign up for an account so if you want to um, you know, sign up for an account, it's free, lindellrecoverynetwork.org. When you're on the main landing page, you could binge watch all those videos where you type in your age and your, select your drug of choice from the drop-down. If you want to get into the platform, though, you have to watch the featured testimonial, which is on the bottom of the landing page. It's a guy named Rafael Francisco. He's amazing. He's a treatment director now, but his story of crack addiction is is off the rails. I mean, it, it's an amazing story. So watch his story, and then at the end it will give you instructions on how to get an access code, kind of like a MyPillow promo code. But once you get that access code, it will unlock the site for you. And that's when you can see the full testimonials, the biblical PDFs, and the Operation Restored Warrior content.
3: Yeah, there's your solution, everybody. Simple. This is a simple show today about complete solutions where – uh, everything we discussed is pretty, almost, almost all of it's free. And it literally can change every aspect of your life overnight. And all you got to do so is take, take the action step to do it. And it's something that can be done immediately. It's all right here. It's all literally everything, home resource Everything is there. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to stick you guys on the platform. I'm going to put you under the reopen America resource center. So it'll be under like the personal improvement, but we need to do something special. So I'm going to, I'm going to figure out where we're going to do that. We'll make you guys a a platinum partner too, so we can support you. And, and then you and I are going to talk about the marketplace. So um yes, we want to be able to generate some proceeds, you know, and uh, as as, uh, I'll just, I'll do the plug real quick. And as far as new people or as a reminder, you know, we have a marketplace on our website. So then we've got 57 well-known websites and brands. So anytime you buy something, and these are all all different categories, from personal to food, to paraphernalia, uh, patriotic products. You got it. You name it, it's on there. And um, two to twenty percent of your total purchase is going to benefit uh, our nonprofits serving vets, pets, and kids. And, and then um, once we have our code for My Pillow, we're going to add that uh, as one of our one of our uh, merchants on there, so that way people can buy what they normally are going to buy. It's just if you go to this website, you're going to pay either the same price or less because they usually give a discount to uh, our programs on there. And then magically money gets created so you can help somebody else and it doesn't cost you any money. You don't have to pay an extra dollar. You don't have to make a donation. What a fantastic
8: can... program.
3: Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I figured if there's people that want to help, and they don't necessarily have extra money and they're going to buy something, well, then go to our website first check and see if it's something that you wanted to buy. And like I said, there are major brands and, and websites. You've got Omaha Steaks, you've got all of the sports, uh, all the sports franchises for every type of sport that's there, you know what I mean? Even the ones that we don't necessarily like, like Major League Baseball and football and all those <laughs> guys. But if you want to go buy, you know, you want you really want that shirt or that hat, uh, at least you know that mm-hmm. if you did go there, 4% of your total purchase is going to be donated to our nonprofit partners. So if you if you feel yeah. you have to get Something to support some of these organizations, then I'd rather money get donated because uh, rather than you know you're just paying a hundred bucks for the shirt or whatever. So anyway, I want people yeah. to check that out. That's awesome. And we're gonna get you guys all together once uh, you and I will obviously chat off uh, once we're once we're finished. Um, all right, it's two twenty one. You need to go uh, help people, and um, yeah, you got to go. You got to go. So plug your website, or, and of course plug the podcast because I want people to start listening. And of course, I'm going to be adding her podcast, which is the Hope Report, on our must listen to page. So that way, you can always find it if you forget where to go, even though it's on YouTube. So I wrap yes, it up. We have to it your up summation. On
8: Recovery Network too. It's on our. Uh, lindell recovery network site as well people can link to our hope report com is our website um it doesn't stream live from there but it does from youtube facebook frank speech eventually but right now youtube and facebook it's on a couple other platforms too but don't quote me on that but yeah it's it's getting out there we've got great feedback on it and it's been really great just featuring people's testimonies and things that god has
3: brought them through it's been very inspiring and that is your live Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, right? What time? Uh,
8: One o'clock Eastern time. And people can follow us. We have a, a page on Facebook, Hope Report. And we have Lindell Recovery Network Facebook page. And we have Lindell Recovery Twitter and Instagram.
0: So you're covered.
3: And you've got the YouTube channel so they, sub, sub, they can subscribe so they never miss an episode. And then they can always oh, watch on awesome. and- on-demand, so they've got that. We're going to add it to our must-listen-to page and uh, promote it, and uh, yeah, so that's what I think. Uh, People need to go check it out, the the Hope Report with the Yeah, uh, let
8: me just give a quick plug for my co-host, Jason Perry. He's an awesome guy, another god thing. He's a former Navy SEAL, former Boston police officer, veteran. Um, he brings so much to the table, and he's a great interviewer. He, he's a deep thinker. Um, we've been, you know, we're a great team. I think we both have very different backgrounds, but we bring, there's a synergy between us, and I think definitely God uh, put that together. And I just thank Mike Lindell for letting us do this podcast. He, He's all about whatever we can do to help struggling people, addicted people, people in bondage, even if it's not addictions but they're they're not free. I mean, we want to help set people free from whatever is chaining them in their life.
3: Yeah, and like you like you just said, it doesn't have to be addiction. It could be something that you would never even think would be on a list, but it's how you feel, and why not change it? Why not change it? I mean, it's make it happen. may we've got four days left, so it's time that everybody right. makes some decisions. Uh, it's gonna be the sixth month of the year. We're gonna be at the halfway point soon. And um, oh yeah, why keep why keep living the same way if you're not 100% awesomely happy and everything's going great? Well, it's it's time to change, and it, it all starts with your little head up there. And uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, take away those labels. God, I love that. I that was the light bulb for me. Well, I had a lot of light bulbs today, but the label the label thing is big. I think the we could do a whole show on in, in that, in that realm there. All right, Melissa, yes. you need to go help and heal. And um, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad that I've added you into my new friend bucket. So I look forward to having some off air discussions and then having you back on the show very soon. I, uh, you oh, really yeah. cool. You're a cool lady. You're a cool cat lady.
8: <laughs> oh, Michelle, you're awesome. I'm so, like I said, I feel blessed that our paths crossed and we'd love to have you on our show too. If you ever have time, we can talk about that. But um, I think what you do is amazing and I'm just happy that we're connected. I'm really excited about partnering with you.
3: Oh, you, you have no idea. I've, uh, like I said, I you've been on my list for a while so I'm glad that I didn't have to stalk you too hard. Uh, so thank you, no, and I definitely I will make all. time to come on your show. That that'll be a fun oh. fun experience. So thank you for the well, offer. We will you. we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, fabulous partners together. So we're gonna do a lot of cool stuff. So again, thank you so much. Plug uh, give give both websites real quick, and then I'll, I'll let you go do what you got to do.
8: Yeah, so lindellrecoverynetwork.org is the the platform. It's an amazing addiction recovery platform and then hopereportshow.com is our
3: podcast. Awesome. Thanks for taking so much time. I I think that we could have gone much longer cuz we <laughs> will end up start talk about stuff that has nothing to do with the Lindell Recovery Network or addiction here shortly. <laughs> and then we'll forget it we're on so the fun. air and be like, "Oh, we're we're <laughs> We're still talking on the air when this is more of a phone conversation. So I thank you, I Melissa. I think we
8: were on here. <laughs> thank you, Michelle.
3: <laughs> You're awesome. Have a great, great weekend. Please tell Mike. He, we uh, we support him tremendously. And I look forward to hopefully getting him on here soon, too. And he's just doing amazing work. So tell him thank you for everything that he's doing and sacrificing.
8: I absolutely will. God bless you, and you have a wonderful weekend, too.
3: Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa. And I look forward to uh, Talking to you. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be today or tomorrow, but we'll we'll uh, we'll get all this stuff in motion so that people can can join us in the, whatever little projects that we're going to be putting together and, and uh, supporting each other. All right, my dear, I'll let you go. Um, thank you so much. You're the best. Take care. Oh. God, she is such a cool lady. Such a cool lady, and I kind of, I kind of realized that during the conversation we were just going. in. Well, I mean, I, I thought it wasn't. I hope it was interesting for everybody because I just want. I always try to make some of these more serious conversations. Not like we're joking around about them, um, but I just want to make them more relatable for people where they can get something out of the segment where. They wouldn't think that they would need it to pay attention to it, you know, because what if you, you don't have an addiction issue or you don't know anyone in your family that has some sort of addiction? And I just wanted to make it more relatable where it wasn't just about drug and alcohol, right? It was just, it, it's about changing certain things in your own behavior and your own personality. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going something where this, this no label thing, you're going you're gonna to be hearing a lot about that. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take her advice. I'm going to pray on it. I'm going to pray on it. God, I can't believe I'm saying this on the air, but it's like you said, it keeps coming at me. You know, remember remember in March when those exercise people were coming at me, all those healthy people, all those fitness experts, they were coming at me like, oh, boom, they just showed up. So it's like, oh, I got to start. Oh, obviously we got to address that. So check that box. Oh. And now uh, I keep getting the uh, spiritual people. I keep getting the pastors. I keep getting um, the... Uh, business-oriented people that are more, oh, I don't know, they've got a strong spiritual side, uh, they have strong Christian beliefs. Well, I guess, I guess you could say Christian. Uh, more faith in God. Uh, and they keep popping in. They keep coming on the show and they keep popping up. Uh, yeah, I think I need to do a little, a little check. I need to do a little check over the weekend. So I hope that gives some people some encouragement to do the same, to do the same. I think it's time I get a little closer to God and spend a little time having some conversations, even though I I say, I encourage everyone else to be doing it. So it's, I really got to kick it up a notch and practice. Well, I'm not preaching on the show. I'm just delivering information and I'm allowing, and I'm bringing you partners and guests who uh, do have quality, trusted content. So then they're delivering the information. I'm just, I'm just like the vehicle on the platform, I'm giving them a place to spread the information, to deliver it to you. So you can literally grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference. All right, it's 2.30. Um, I just want to tell you about uh, uh, the events, quick events that are coming up. Um, I was mentioning it before during the breaking news section, but I am just going to finish this up and then we are, going to wrap it up. I did the Oregon Memorial Day tribute already, so we're covered there. And all the other little surprises that I do have, I'm going to save that for next week. Next week is June. I'm, I'm figuring out the name for June. Um, this is your last weekend. In order to make it happen May, four days left, boys and girls. We're going to be off on Monday. So you have a three-day weekend. You have three, four, you have five days until you'll uh, you'll hear us live again, and I can tell you it's gonna be different. Oh, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different because um, uh, I'm gonna be a little on the different side when it comes to the show. Uh, but it's all in a good way. It's all positive. It's it's all like I said. I'm time. I, it's time for me to kick it into gear. It's time for me to kick it into gear. Yeah. Because there's a couple things in the works, but it's time. I think it's time for everybody. That's what I'm encouraging you. So, real quick on the events. This Sunday, May 30th in Stewart, Florida, uh, our partner Christy Hutchinson, and she was on episode 25. Was it 2? Two? 216. Okay, that was the one we just did on Wednesday. Whoa! She comes on at the one hour mark. That powerful, powerful episode. We. Um, she's the founder of Women Fighting for America, one of our platinum partners. She does a deep dive uh uh on the uh, border or that, but then she's talking about everything that's going wrong in America and how they, uh her organization is getting it taken care of, but they were really focusing on, they've got a project for human trafficking and that's what this event is, is a fundraiser for. So they're hosting the we, the people Patriots day rally. They're, Inspirational speakers such as Dr. Simone Gold, General Mike Flynn, Patrick Byrne, Roger Stone, and many other familiar faces, and their goal is to raise money for human trafficking and the sex trade prevention program that they're putting together. They have a way; they've already come up with the, the way to do this. they going to have like a, they have a full-on like security SWAT team that's going to go in and scoop up these kids. So if you can, if you're in that area, go to the event and definitely listen to the show, episode 216. Uh, it's a really powerful episode, and she's uh, she's one heck of a lady. Really, really, uh, what'd you say? Fire, like a fire, 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 fire plug, fire. She's fire. She got fire in her belly, but it's a good fire. It's a good fire. I gotta come up with a better name. Anyway, that is on Sunday the 30th, and then this just announced. Dun, 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 found out about it before the show. Uh, the next upcoming free MAGA, Frank Rally, that's presented by our buddy Mike Lindell and Frank Speech. It's just amazing. <laughs> he keeps coming up, and it wasn't, this is not me just me just uh, promoting him because Melissa was on the show. We normally are mentioning him. If it's not every show, it's at least every other show, but these things just are starting to overlap, you know, like that divine intervention that we've talked about, and then, of course, Melissa talked about a lot today. Um, their next upcoming rally is going to be Saturday, June 12th in New Richmond, Wisconsin. And that is the frankspeech.com rally. And it's going to be, and it's free, just like the one they had at the Corn Palace last or earlier this month. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. Guess who is going to be making a live appearance on the Jumbotron, that will be President Donald Trump, will be on the big screen. Uh, but it will be live. It's not going to be a recorded message. How awesome is that? How awesome is that? And a diamond and silk will be there. The D'Souza, the Souza. Charlie Kerff, Brandon House, our buddy Brandon House, and uh, many, many more great people. So that is something, if you were in that area, definitely put that on the list. It is June 12th. And of course, locally here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Mara corruption county, our Nonprofit partner Phoenix Metro Chamber Foundation is having their charity golf tournament on the 12th at the Phoenician Golf Club. Uh, So grab your sticks, have some fun, and support a great organization. And as always, information for all the events are located in our live events page at the Take Action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. All right, it's time to wrap it up. It's 2.34. Like I said, I took care of your Memorial Day tribute there from um, President Ronald Reagan. And... The other treats will be saved for next week. So it is time to renew our faith, restore our republic, rebuild our economy, and reopen America 100%. Once you commit, everything changes. Keep that in mind. Once you commit, everything changes. What a better time to commit than this three-day weekend. Again, remember, it's Memorial Day weekend. Um, We're thanking everyone who has fought for this country. and Remember... You want to honor those who've made the ultimate sacrifice. What a better way to honor them and to say thank you than to stand up and do something about it. So yes, I encourage you to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference in your communities. So what are you going to do to stand up to make sure that we can get this country back to where it needs to be? Again, once you commit, everything changes. Everything changes. There are no conspiracies. And there are no coincidences. You know, let see what's going on in, oh, I don't know the news. Uh, Things are unraveling. Truth's coming out. And what they used to say, oh, that's a conspiracy. The election's a conspiracy. Corona, so the COVID, this is, oh, H D Q conspiracy. Huh, all the truth's coming out, guys. Truth is coming out. Truth shall set you Free the truth shall set you free, right? Isn't that how it works? Free at last! Free at last! Thanks, God Almighty! We are free at last! So put on your common sense caps. If you could leave them on all day, hopefully if you're still listening to this show, it's on still. And I want you to sleep on them or sleep in them. You know, on your my pillow, pillow, on your Giza sheets. Don't forget to go to mypillow.com dot com to. uh, Buy some of the products. I'm telling you, it's really comfy. I'm very, very happy with them. And they're not expensive, which is awesome. Use the promo code Mike for now until we get hours. Courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. And the censorship cancer culture is just stupid, woke. Nonsense is a joke. Remember, those who stand for nothing fall for everything. And again, once you commit, everything changes. So what a great way to end Make It Happen May. Take the next four days. Well... There's there's four days left today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You've got three-day weekend to literally start your own Great Awakening journey. Go to the Take Action tab, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Check out the All-Star episodes. Check out the uh, 286 segments of this live show. We've got 165 partners who are trustworthy, who are delivering incredible content. Listen to some of the episodes. Go to the page. When you're on the Take Action tab, you'll see the... Page for Purpose Driven Partners live segment
0: and just scroll,
3: check out the topics. And then, of course, as long as you click during in the show. And I like it, and, Oh, yes. I know it's a Fisher Price website. OK, it's Fisher Price. It's very simple. Again, it's simple because I want people to get uh, to understand what kind of content is on it. And then don't worry, it's going to get fancy. Um, they're just waiting for me to have everything finished and then they're going to make it fancy. But for right now, it's basic for a reason. I want people to be able to find things. So you're just going to scroll. It's a scrolling thing that's very visual. So you can see it right in front of you. And then all you have to do is just click on things. Click, 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 click. We made it easy. And again, all the take action items. There's a whole bunch of different take action items to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference, especially in your communities. From just moving your finger and clicking to something uh, much more extensive where you're physically having to get up and go do things outside of the house, uh, even if it's something as extremists running for office or starting a business. I mean, I'm not kidding. Everything's there. Everything that you need is there. All right. So a special thank you to all of our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Their information and episodes are listed on our website and their shows. Don't forget that. Everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. I am adding the toolkit, the Take Action Toolkit to the website this weekend. So like I said, when we come back on Wednesday, oh, it's going to be, it's, oh, Game on, boys and girls. Game on. It is time. So anybody who wants to join us on our Great Awakening journey, obviously you can listen to the shows. If you want to join the newsletter, that'd be awesome. I'm going to make that fully loaded too. And if you want to like and follow us and uh, comment and share social media, you know, I love the rumble. That's where I'm putting all the videos. So go to the homepage and everything, homeresourceplatform.com. There's, a big, there's big graphics there. There's a big graphic for links. If you click on that, that'll take you to all the social media links. And the newsletter link, and, of course, the newsletter tab, it says join the newsletter. It's the bottom right-hand corner of every web page. Uh, the show actually scrolls across the bottom of the screen. The most recent episode scrolls across. And, of course, it's the same on the phone, bottom, bottom of the screen. So you can't miss it. There's a, a player on the home page, so that way you can uh, listen to the shows directly to that. And, again, uh, please engage with us on social media and follow us. We're going to start showing, sharing a lot of the posts from all of our partners. It's, it's not that I don't want to, it, everybody. It's just a time thing. mate. with time. Like you don't have a lot of time to do that, but I'm going to, I'm making a point. We're putting a plan together. I told you things are changing. It is, it is, uh, it's all going to the next level. And of course, if you get a chance, please rate and review and subscribe. And all those graphics are right there at the top of the home page. All you got to do is look, look and click, look and click. So you've got some homework assignments. It's, uh, it's all good. It's all good. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. We can do it all together. So uh, go enjoy your weekend. Go enjoy your weekend. You deserve it. I, uh, you have, uh, make sure you uh, honor and make sure you uh, figure out what it is that you want to do. What do you what do you want to do? What do you want to do? That's what I'm saying. It's uh, time to take action and figure that out. Figure that out. Make a list. Remember, pull out the pen and paper. It makes a huge difference when you write it down. It's scientifically proven that it makes a huge difference. gets into your brain. You actually remember it. Um, yeah, so we will be back. We are off on the uh, Memorial Day Monday. We are taking a break. Well, taking a break from the airways for an actual live show. But I will be working the whole day to get you even more awesome things and working with some incredible people. And then Wednesday, which is June 2nd. Oh my gosh. It's June already. It'll be June 2nd. Tune in to another episode of this live segment, Purpose Driven Partners. And that is uh, at noon. Cause you're nooner. Remember our, tri, our week, uh, trifecta nooner week. What, what is my, what is my opening line? I don't even know. Uh Trifecta nooner weekly trifecta nooner, right? So that'll be Wednesday at 12 p.m. mountain time for anyone who just wants to jump right there everything home live.com, everything home live.com. Of course that is all over the website and it's on the homepage. So we're making it easy, big graphics, remember big Fisher Price graphics, so you just got to click on that. But the direct link is everything home live.com. So be sure to listen live. Please share this episode with your friends and family and your contacts and this platform. So they can have all these incredible resources to grow their business, enhance the quality of their life and make a difference and become part of our community. It's getting much bigger, much bigger. You know what you want to do. You want to go check out our platinum partners. Um, We've got so many we just added. So they're listed on our platinum partners page right under the take action tab. And they're also listed uh, on the must follow groups. Okay. Or and if you haven't heard them yet on the show, they're coming on the show in the next, in the next two weeks. They're all coming on. So yeah, that's all I got to say, guys. I went long. This is long-winded. I apologize. Um, but yeah, I got a little fired up with Melissa. Hooray, the executive director over at the Lindell Recovery Network. So I just wanted to thank her again for an, an incredible show, a great episode, and a new friend, a new good friend. Yeah, cool lady, cool lady, and she's doing incredible work. She's doing God's work with Mike Lindell over at the Recovery Network. So definitely check that out, uh, LindellRecoveryNetwork.com. Um, even if it's something that uh, you don't think is an issue, uh, like I said, I think just re-listen to that. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be an addiction. It doesn't necessarily be anything on that list. I think you're going to get a lot of those, a lot out of her videos and, of course, her podcasts, which is uh we're going to list that on our must listen to page the hope report all right uh we'll wrap this up you guys have a great great memorial day weekend remember those who are no longer here that served made the greatest sacrifice and thank those that did serve that are here so it's time that we all step up to the plate we all need to step up to the plate again listen to you want some inspiration to stepping up to the plate Listen to Christy Hutcherson's episode 216. She comes on at the one-hour mark. I think that will get you all fired up. Get out and be listening to her high. Go at it in a good way to get everyone fired up. I think that is what's going to put the icing on the cake for everybody else to stand up and take some action. All right. We are done. We are done. Where is my song? All right. Here we go. A little God Bless the USA um, Wednesday. Noon, everythinghomelive.com Check out the website all weekend everythinghomeresourceplatform.com You've got lots of content. You've got lots of shows to listen to people and of course lots of uh, information and websites to check out. Just go to the Take Action tab. Thanks for letting me ramble. Go make it a great weekend. You deserve it. When we come back it's going to be a whole new world. How exciting. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my
7: life
2: You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life. Laughter and the pursuit of happiness to meet learn from and hire the experts and the guests professionals and members of the everything home socially conscious referral network and marketplace visit everything dot com slash episodes and to listen subscribe rate review like follow comment and share go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com dot com and find us on all the major your listening platforms thanks for listening we hope you were entertained and we hope that you picked up some real life tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things till next time this is everything home signing off